good evening and good afternoon to all the geeks out there in our YouTube and welcome to another Geek Inspired Podcast for the first time ever. I've said it right. Cheers. Yeah, yes, all the way through. Well done. <laughs> okay. So, um, yes, we're here with uh, the one. The okay. <laughs> what are you doing? Zappa. In case you weren't here, I would be the stand-in Grant Hines. Oh, it's pink. <laughs> Discount Grant Hines. So you Grant Hines 2008? 18. 18? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Live on stream, we have two Grant Hineses. We have Grant Hines, the original, in the there. And the pink hair that disappeared now. Oh, wait, it's back again. It's back again. It's a freaking tutu, okay? <laughs> ingenuity. ingenuity. Human ingenuity at its finest, yeah. That's what we know someone for. Grant Hines to our right. Welcome, Grant. How are you doing this evening? Hey, everybody. What's good? What's good, fam? Awesome. Right, right below us, we have Zephyr Geek, who is going to be our other interviewer today. Because Kez is feeling a little bit unwell and she can't. Um, very well, so she's, she's not going to do it. So below us, Zephyr Geek, welcome to the stream once again. Thank you for having me back. I am Zephyr Geek, and well, I don't have a beard anymore. <laughs> yeah, you'll notice his beard is it's getting there. It's getting there. <laughs> I, I reckon you've got a beard. Right, left hand side, I think it is. Uh, yeah, left hand side is uh, Tunes, the other other host. Yes, hello, the other other host. The other other host. I can go other 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 host, but that doesn't make any sense. Anyway, so we're, we're going to start the stream asking Grant a few intimate questions. Mm -hmm. Go for it. I'm feeling intimate. <laughs> All right. Put some Fine, you, want go, you want to go full on intimate? <laughs> I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that to you, dude. <laughs> Not live on stream. Um, all right. So, so yes, Grant, welcome to the stream. Uh, tell us a little about yourself. Sorry, I've just, I've just, I've just followed. I realized I wasn't following. So, <gasps> how could you? I'm preemptively <laughs> running into this. <laughs> anyway, Grant, tell us a little bit about yourself and about your, uh, your channel and what you got, what you personally do. Okay, so um, I. Uh, I have a Twitch channel and a YouTube channel. I'm way more excited about Twitch than I am about YouTube. I come from a live TV background. So I've been doing live TV for 2008. What's that? It's like 12 years now. Oh my goodness. Um, so I've been doing that. And then like, um, I loved digital video. So I did digital video from 2009 to 2010. So two years at a company called Zoopy, which was competing with YouTube at the time. And back then, remember, there were not like genres for content. So we have like pretty well-treaded water right now, like um, unboxings and Let's Plays and all that stuff. Um, but back then, there wasn't anything like that. So uh, it was a really exciting period of time to just be creative and work out what uh, the mediums were and, um, you know, what but back works, then, what there wasn't work, anything that like that. Thing. Then so, uh, that company folded because they were trying to... It was a Vodacom to company create, trying to compete directly with, uh, with YouTube. Which, um, <laughs> like in hindsight, it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, but that's great. But I mean, it, it, it paid me a salary for two years, and I got to like basically work on YouTube videos for two years. 
which is great. Um, and then experience. I went back into TV, got super hungry to do digital video again. Uh, I met a YouTuber. His name is Casper Lee. He's on. He's now on like nine million subscribers or something. Jeez. Back then he was on two hundred thousand subscribers, and he's from Neisner. Um, and I just I connected with him because I was like, Yo, there's somebody in South Africa that's, you know, popping off on YouTube. I really want to do this again. So we became friends, and uh, I, yeah, I've been like making d digital video ever since. I've subsequently left most of my TV work, but why I'm really into Twitch is because my my TV work that was live was my by far my favorite, and it's kind of like yeah. mixing the two together, and it's yeah, yeah it's very exciting. That's awesome. What, yeah, what do I'm you miss about TV that you don't get? I miss, I miss, uh, like literally going on for five minutes and leaving. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as us all streamers know, it's very different. You yeah. literally go on for five minutes, get your money, and bounce. But like um, <laughs> yeah. on streaming, it's like I just streamed for six hours before this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now we're back at streaming. Like my shoulders are sore. We're doing nothing. You know, streaming is a uh, is hard work. <laughs> On, on Twitch. <laughs> and I made I made like less. No, I made about the same amount of money that I would have done for five minutes of TV today. Jesus, Jesus, Louis. So, yeah. <laughs> and then I would have had the, the whole day. The grind is real. The grind is real. People don't understand how hard streaming is. But no, the yeah. thing thing is, I, I find it fun, you know. And we talking directly to the people. When you're on TV, there are like a million people watching, roughly, with with breakfast TV. But the vast majority of that audience is like your moms, your tunnies, your uncles. They're like, what is happening? The whole time when you're talking, they're like, what is up? And like, I remember being stopped in a mall once. Some guy was like, Grant, you that guy from Espresso? And I was like, yes, that's me. And he said, I'm so glad I saw you. I can't sync my BlackBerry contacts to my phone. And I was just like, no, I'm like the country's tech support. So um, that was yeah so that was when i realized i was like hey i need to get off of this if i have like a fraction of that audience but we're all into games very different you know what i mean mm. you know we can mm. talk about really exciting things but anyway well speaking about how you know consecration takes you know so long and streaming is such a grind and you know sometimes you have to stream for 24 hours straight sometimes but how do you balance all of this between you know everything that you do everything you want to do and just being alive in general um it's it's okay um i'm actually doing okay like streaming is mostly my full-time thing right now so i stream full-time and then i i have a, a youtube channel which brings in a lot of like the corporate stuff so basically when i left tv i learned a lot about how television business works and i kind of like applied a lot of the same techniques to to digital um with proposals and going into meetings and meeting up with clients and organizing like rois and doing like uh, reports and all that stuff that you would like an account account manager would have to do that in an ad agency or, or or one of the tv shows but i was like cool i suppose they need to do that on youtube as well but if they want to spend money there and you just make it competitive and like if they're willing to pay like a thousand rand or two thousand rand a video um that's good roi actually for a, for a lot of uh these guys and uh it's much better spent on a small content creator than it is on like a, a tv show which you might th those tv shows don't even look at the budget unless it's like a million rand so like that's mm. like their starting budget and that's when i saw there was a huge gap because there's a lot of people in the industry that don't have it. wine farms uh like uh fork of beer like they've got money but it's definitely not a million rand but they might have like 10 grand to spend with you um 
So how do you make that, you know, valuable to them? How do you make the relationship valuable to them so that they'll continue working with you? And a lot of that is like data and uh, reports and admitting where you went wrong and having sit downs and getting to know the, the, the people behind the brand and what they want to achieve as well. So like they might have a goal where they just go like, we just need to get, uh, uh, they, they might hire you to bring people into a, uh, into like a, a brewery and go like, cool. Do you want to do like a, a tasting on, in, and show people what that experience is like? And then you go, okay, well, I didn't even think about that. I was going to just put your logo on, on my live stream. And then that's more valuable to them and they'll pay for that. Um, so, so that's what I do nine to five pretty much. Um, so my platforms are Instagram, TikTok now, actually, um, brands yeah. are loving TikTok, um, yeah. Twitter, Twitch and YouTube for the most part. Yeah. yeah content creators actually started to move towards the, the, the newer or popular kind of, uh, social medias like TikTok and, and things like that because of the fact that it's actually picking up so much, you know, stride as it were. Um, so it's a good thing you jump in on it as well, because it just means that, um, well, clearly all the, the content creators such as ourselves are doing the right thing. Um, I don't know about Mr. Geek down there, but um, <laughs> I, I'm glad to see that. I'm an old man. <laughs> what is this talk check you're it's talking been about? It's years <laughs> since I Zatha, you do. I think you do really well on TikTok. And also TikTok is like, it reminds me of the early stages of YouTube. A lot of people had the same ideas. They're like, oh, it's stupid. Mm. Like, I'm not going to walk around the camera and film myself. But like you look at wow. YouTube, they're like, like thousands of different genres of content. And it's yeah. the same with TikTok. There literally is, you just got like a minute window to pr to create whatever content mm. you want to create, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. What, what I like so about TikTok specifically is that the, whatever algorithm they use is not as targeted as other platforms. So it is possible for you to get a following really fast um, yeah. compared yeah. to other places. And um, we must utilize that now because remember, like yeah. everything, even even on Twitch, it's like it's such a good opportunity to to like the the algorithm hasn't really been invented on Twitch yet. It's kind of like all over the show, and I think that's an actually yeah. that's actually an opportunity for us. Like, uh, yeah. like I think I've done pretty well over the past six months. Just like when I understood that there is no like like formula for getting viewers on Twitch that there are ways there are other ways to like leverage the 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 wild west as it is because it's kind of still a wild west everywhere whereas with yeah. youtube there's like a formula like you can get views really mm. easily on youtube um if you want to mm. um because it's 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 um what do you mean it's solidified it's it's it's, it's established <laughs> it's an established medium now yeah um yeah yeah. Well, it's um, based on search, so you can use all the tricks that um, search enables. Whereas Twitch is not a searchable platform, and TikTok isn't a searchable platform either. You have to use other ways. So I understand where you're yeah. coming from. Uh, yeah. But yeah. So, uh, but yeah, but uh, and TikTok I find quite exciting. Like when you get into a hole of the kind of content that you really like, like photography hacks, or like I want to know what gaming content is going to look like on TikTok. We haven't made it yet. It's, mm. it's it reminds mm. me of like back in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, when we were making YouTube content for gaming. We're working it out. Like the first people that I remember doing a let's play was uh, a website called Giant Bomb. They're like a mm. really famous podcast as well. Yeah. And mm. back then they realized that if you came out first with the content you'd get the views 
So what they were doing was that they, they had something called a quick look. It was that's what they they termed it, and they literally just put like a they got a disc, put it in like the game, and they played like the first hour or two of the game with microphones. That is it, and they called it a quick look. That was the first let's plays that I'd ever seen, and they mm. were just they were just using like oh if people are searching for this game, they want to be the first people with content out. So, and like the, obviously let's plays became quite structured they've got narratives they've got pranks in them now like with voice mods and the, the, it's a very established genre on on youtube and it's like now tiktok doesn't have that like we we could mm. you, i think you could be famous like in a week if you wanted to if you had a good idea and people would go like oh shit that's a that's a really good like those are really good videos um like i know there's a there's a nafisa i don't know if you know nafisa she's a, a tech journal from joburg and she did a, a video on the Samsung Z Flip, you know, the, the, the new mm. uh, the flip phone. She just pulled up the phone, basically showed people how it opened, kind of, kind of like a quick unboxing, but more about like, like how it functions and what it looks like, turning it around, showing people different sides of it that, that mattered, right? Put, had some music behind it. She got like 6 million views or something and 60,000 followers from that one video Jeez, because it's, because the way you consume it like you you're like you're watching it here you go like okay that's interesting and you might watch it two or three times and you might send it to a friend because they were like what does that look like and you go like, oh here it is and also then it becomes like everybody searching for that z flip because they want to see what videos are mm. and then she's just now like filtered to the top of the of the search uh, of the hashtags and like it was it, it, it really did remind me of old days of youtube it was like oh okay well this is this is this is exciting um, again. And I really want to kind of like double down on that. I get it. Um, completely agree. I think a lot of people just, uh, especially older, older folk just go like, Oh, it's just, it's kids singing songs and dancing. <laughs> okay. Boomer. Okay. Boomer. Well, I mean, okay, for every boomer. platform, it's something like that. You know, YouTube at one point was just cat videos and that's what it was. Exactly. For. And then, and then everybody sees it from what it is like right now. But those people, mm. like if you go to the company, if you go to a TikTok office, I haven't been, but I can guarantee you what it's like. They have got metrics. They've got targets to meet. They've got to get many people watching. They've got to identify different genres. They've got to grow the platform. They've got to cultivate talent. So they literally pay some of those content creators to continue making content for them. Um, you know, and, and they can see like trends. Oh, this is picking up. Oh, that's cool. These challenges are interesting. You know, like these are being consumed a lot. And like, they, like it's, it's again, like again, like YouTube early, early days, like that stuff is just going to evolve until we're using TikTok, like Reddit at some, you know what I mean? Or whatever it mm. becomes. All right. So uh, this is a bit odd. Interviewers don't generally get asked questions in our streams. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah? Zaffer, Apparently, GRT Susie, great Susie, just wants to know what your vision for the future of your stream is, and also uh, how I long think... does he plan to do this for? However, however, we're gonna do, we're gonna do this two sided. Zaffa, you're gonna answer. Grant, I also want an answer from you. Because that's a questions. damn good question. But it's also one of our <laughs> you anyway. Yes. She put so, me on so, the spot um, there. <laughs> Zappa, I think maybe yeah. Okay, Zappa, go and then we'll we'll hit Grant with the next with it as well. Okay, great, Susie. Um, my vision for the channel is I really want to push my average viewer concurrent viewership 
to at least above uh, 60 to 70 before the end of the year. Um, that's why I'm doing the whole Final Fantasy thing. And I'm going to do it until my legs break from age and what rheumatitis, what's it called? Rheumatoid arthritis. Arthritis. <laughs> arthritis, yes. Until my legs break from arthritis. That's when I'll stop, essentially. <laughs> Grant, same yeah. question. Grant, same question. It's okay, so it's difficult. Um, it's, like, I. I don't know if streaming is going to be good for me full-time going forward. Um, and the main reason is with other kinds of digital content, that content stays. Like, it, it's it's there. If Whether I'm online or not, it's still generating money. It still exists. There's a, there's a library of content. If a brand wants to go have a look at stuff, there is access to it. Whereas when we, when I'm streaming live, you're only as good as your last live stream. You're only as relevant as if I, if I stop streaming for a week, I don't make money. Number one. And number two, like, um, you might have a drop off of viewers yeah. for the next stream. Use momentum. And it's so like the sustainability of streaming is tough. That's why I, t I try to look at like my business as a holistic business. Like it can't just be one platform. Also, like if Twitch goes bust, I'm fucked. Like, like, like. <laughs> If that's my if that's my center point, yeah. so it's like yeah. TV. If SABC goes bank, like SABC went bankrupt in two thousand and seven, and I started. I don't know if you remember that. Do you guys remember that day? I was working in the TV industry. We were called into like a massive meeting, and everybody's salaries were dropped by like seventy five percent or something. So, Damn. so and and it was because all of our shows were being pitched to SABC because it was easy. We knew a commissioning editor, whoever was on accounts. They pitched a whole bunch of shows. They got like five or six shows signed off and it was only in one broadcaster. So we never worked with ETV. We never worked with, uh, with multi-choice. We never like spent time developing these, these, these products for other, for other service providers. So because we had all our eggs in one basket, it collapsed. And I have the same fear with, with, um, with broadcasting and going like, what happens if YouTube collapses? Like I'm screwed. That's why I don't stream to YouTube. I stream to Twitch. I think mm. Twitch and also Twitch was kind of a challenge. It's like, it's, it's a little bit, it's different from, from YouTube. Um, yeah. And like the kind of content I can keep on YouTube is different. But if Twitch, if YouTube explodes one day, I've still got my Twitch thing. If Twitch explodes, I've got my YouTube thing. If they both explode, I've got like other social media stuff that I can do. And if we all get COVID and become the, the apocalypse, at least like I know how to probably wield a weapon. But like, so like that, that's that's how that's how I've seen it. So um, yeah, like it's it's I don't know what my future is going to be. I I thoroughly enjoy Twitch. And I would love to see like a season of me just grafting and, and watching it grow. Like we've just been, we just got partnered, which is really exciting. And like, there's only like space to go forward, but I know that, I know that stuff is fleeting as well. So like, mm. I know that it might be like that for a month and then it goes away or it might just be like a, that for six months. Just a quick yeah, thing on, on that partnership. A lot of Twitch uh, streamers that I know that got partnered, uh, the moment they got partnered, they all thought like, hey, okay, I got partnered. I can continue on as I usually do. They were all wrong. They all yep. tell me this is when the work begins. 
up until that point, you didn't really work. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's literally like you got a job promotion, right? It feels like that. You got like, oh, you got a job. You make a little bit of extra money from your, from your subs or whatever. But then you go like, okay, well, now I've got to maintain all these viewers. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> yeah. like it didn't, you graft so hard to get the, you know, the concurrent viewers and all the like, things. And then you go, we, we, we climb to the top of the hill. And then you just realize there's a whole nother path ahead of you going like, <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I've got, I've got, to, I've got, to, I've got to make sure that I get 200 concurrent viewers, and that the people I'm squad streaming with are like, I'm not the, I'm not the, the baby in the group that I'm squad streaming. With. I've got to grow up here, you know. And then, and also, then you're trying, like, I'm already doing the fitness thing. I'm trying to, like, like, I'm putting a lot of effort and energy into my streams. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, 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 it does, it actually doesn't really mean anything. The only thing, I just wish that all those features were open to everybody because it's kind of stupid that they aren't um mm. it's it, it reminds me of a twitter verifi verification tick like it, it literally doesn't do anything you, the only difference <laughs> yeah. is you get like a you get like a a, a a new tab called verification which literally just filters everybody that's verified that interacts with your stuff yeah. but like yeah. so few people interact with my stuff like i don't know i'm mm. not gonna miss anyone so like <laughs> yeah maybe if you've got like like tens of thousands of of of, of you know like interactions like it matters but like uh, i don't know mm. it's a it's a it's 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 a weird it's it's, it's a thing it's like you just got to carry on grafting and it's like it's like yeah. you know when you're working in a company and we take this seriously like all like us all of us are streamers so we we take this very seriously this is our career yeah just because you got the tick is not is, that doesn't matter i'm still doing the job that i love that uh -huh. job doesn't change the job continues to stay the same. I say this thing with, with YouTube all the time. There are all these kids that come up to me and they go like, oh man, I want to be famous. I want to have a YouTube channel. How do I become just like Casper? Come on, tell me. You've got to go to the secrets. And I was like, do you enjoy editing video? Do you enjoy it? Like, is that, it's all, <laughs> like and they go like, no, no, not really, you know, but maybe. And I was like, then you're not going to enjoy this. Because if you can't edit video for like 10 people to watch, you're going to hate editing video for a million people to watch. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. Like, and also it's not just about editing. It's about like, if, if you find somebody and you've got a million subscribers to e edit, edit your videos for you, you're going to be directing. You're going to be sitting there hmm. making sure that that content is pristine, that you're working yeah. the algorithm, that it's going to have the highest watch time, that your thumbnails are legit. If you don't enjoy the work, it doesn't matter how many people are watching or how many subscribers you have or how much money you're making, you're going to hate doing it. Yeah, exactly. We do this the job because we like doing it. That's why we do it. Yeah. The only editing I do is the f first five seconds of the video and the last five seconds of the video that I cut. <laughs> that yeah. is it. Pro tips. Pro tips. Professional. <laughs> like, hmm, Professional. I know how to edit this, this video. I just edit the quiet bits. It's Star Wars Day, guys. As you can see, we're all wearing, well, Kez and I are wearing our Star, Star Wars stuff. <laughs> Kez is Princess Leia, I'm wearing our Stormtrooper. So, Grant, Zaffa, since you're both in here. Okay, firstly, Grant, your favorite Star Wars movie. Which one is it? Let me show you something. Let me just show you something. Okay, well, in that case, Zaffa gave me the VHS tapes. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. What? VHS. Look at this. Oh shit, dude, that's the original shit. That's, I think one of them is sealed. Editing. The VHS. <laughs> I've been on my I, have, I can't watch them, of course, because dude, like, oh, oh, dude, I don't have a VHS player. <laughs> These, this is sealed. Yo. Oh. Sealed it. 
It's going to oh. be worth something one day. It was sealed. Classic <laughs> oh, that is so awesome. Like, this has got to be worth it. If, if anybody out there knows what this is worth, let me know. <laughs> let sure, God know. This, back, like, <laughs> this might be Grant's retirement, sitting on his shelf. <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Right, I, uh, I actually haven't opened them properly because I'm too scared to. I didn't realize how I like... <laughs> nerd cred, nerd cred, guys. Dude, dude, you are such a nerd, and that's awesome. Those, those are the originals. Those are unedited versions of Star Wars. When I say unedited, I mean Lucas didn't come in and fuck everything up. <laughs> Pristine. But it still doesn't answer the question. What is your favorite Star Wars? Which ep which which episode of Star Wars is your favorite? Rogue One. Pretty neutral. So that that's that's nicely mm. like set right mm. like that. You know what I like about Star Wars? It's not necessarily the story. The story is cool, right? Whatever. But I really yeah. like the 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 planets that they go to. All I want to see is like a crazy <laughs> amount of. I agree. Like, Return of the Jedi, sweet, we're in a forest! Like, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Freaking Endor, dude. Forest Endor, planet. who's yeah. Endor? Endor is cuck, man. No one wants to go to Endor. I, I love Endor. Endor. Endor was the best planet. Zephyr, your favorite Star Wars? My favorite Star Wars movie is the one where they took, where the hobbits went and took the ring <laughs> to Mordor. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was yeah. quite cool. No, my favorite one, I'll have to agree <laughs> with... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll have to agree with Grant Hines mainly because it's been such a while since I've watched the first three first released three episodes four, and when five, I four, saw five, Rogue six. One I'm like this yeah four five six I don't even know the numbers <laughs> but I'm like this makes a lot more sense now what I can remember the connecting the dots yeah, that yeah. is what it, that Rogue One took me back to when I was holy balls was it I think I was like 12, 13 years old when I watched Star Wars. And I'm like, huh, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> Guys, you, you can sue me, but I really liked The Force Awakens. I actually really liked this last trilogy a lot. And people are like so upset. And I go like, Guys, they go again, it, it checks my box of going to all these really cool environments. So I go yeah. like, oh. yeah. like, you know what I mean? That's what I came for. It's like, yes, it's, it, it's like, it's like James Bond, but like in space, yeah. right? They can go anywhere they want. Did the force awakens. They just returned to, to Tatooine. It was like, okay, why? Why not bring a whole new planet in? It's fan. <laughs> no, no, they do too much. They do too much fan service. I honestly wish they just forget about fans. Like, I was like, they just needed like, they've got great creative people behind it. It's a new generation. Fuck those people. Let's just enjoy it. Like, you mm. know. Wow, we say fuck those people, eh? Because <laughs> a lot of those yeah, Honestly, they can that. cry all they want <laughs> about like, oh, I don't want to see Luke Skywalker again, bro. He's he's, he's dead now, bro. Like, oh, let's see yeah. these new people. Let's go to new planets. Let's see new technology. Yeah, let's go on spaceships. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's why I'm need, Star Wars. Yeah. I need yeah. more Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is really good. Yeah. Exactly right. They got that, and they got yeah. that right in the Mandalorian. It's, yeah. it's crazy. The our creatures. We are, we can have so many new creatures. How few exciting creatures were there in the new series? And the last Star Wars movie was so boring, and all the fans loved it. It was like on that rainy that rainy planet the whole time, man. And I was like, yeah, so I nearly fell asleep. No, yeah, I'm, I'm up for season two of Mandalorian. And the do you yeah. guys play the Force Unleashed games? Because I enjoyed those. 
The Force Unleashed, I liked too. That was quite fun. But yeah, I didn't play it too much. It's different. I I played like uh, about an hour or two of each. Because I had to like talk about them on TV. <laughs> <laughs> you had to, it was your homework. Like, you can talk about this tomorrow on TV. And I go like, oh, oh fine. <laughs> Gotta throw some lightsabers around now for TV. Yeah. 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 Uh, Beat Saber. Hey? Beat Saber. Oh, yes. Have you played Beat Saber, Geek? Is that for? Nope. I got to be called which geek, which geek am I talking to here? So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's VR. I can't do yeah. VR at all. So. I haven't. No. Yeah. I can't do VR either. Yeah. This this shows how much. This this actually shows how much Grant watches us. Yes, dude. <laughs> we stream it. <laughs> yeah. It's not fair because we only stream the like once or okay. twice. Yeah, yeah, we stream it once or twice. So I'm not, I'm not taking. He's doing cuck here. That's what's going on. He's doing cuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my job, dude. I wouldn't be, I would not be as if diffy. I wasn't if I wasn't stirring cuck. Questions. <laughs> I don't know if anyone can hear me with my lovely, gruffy, scratchy voice. Oh yes. I'm so um, sorry. These are both for you, Grant. The first one is from Kuya, a fellow content creator. So, hi. Hey, Kuya. Hey. <laughs> did you ever feel discouraged in the earlier stages when you noticed other channels with similar content to yours or even better? If so, how did you overcome it? I, I never feel discouraged. I get really encouraged, actually. Um, I honestly believe that if other content creators are succeeding, we'll all succeed. Like and I and I've always I've always had that like mentality. It's like we we have Ubuntu in South Africa, and it should it should carry across to the work we're doing. We're like and if people are noticing South, like South Africans like succeeding, they'll come and watch the rest of us. And we raid each other all the time. We've got like literally yeah. everybody I follow on my follow list is all just like mostly South Africans with like you know ten twenty. 30 like concurrent viewers and then i'll just raid one of them that i haven't raided in a while boom 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 and um like and i think that that's that's really important like also it also shows you that if you're doing something you're doing something right like it's not a race it's not a competition like you're not you're not they're not any better than you you're not any better than them if you've got more people it's 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 a it's a it's like skateboarding yeah that like, was actually a thing i struggled with in the beginning hey as well. Yeah, okay. Well, maybe you should. Thing, yeah. Maybe you should talk about it more. Um, I eventually, I eventually got gotten over it, but it was sort of stuff like, um, uh, and to be perfectly honest, and this is me going perfectly honest, I saw that check mark, the first five milliseconds, I was like, motherfucker, I'm actually happy for him. <laughs> you know, I'd, it was I'd, that. You'd be sitting like, you motherfucker. I'm actually happy for him, <laughs> you know, mm. um, it was for me, it was crazy because in my case, what happened is one of the first streamers in South Africa that got partnered literally came into my stream and rubbed my face in it. Oh, yeah, oh, that was, oh, that was, that was ridiculous. Not cool. I was ridiculous. sitting there going, okay, cool. Time to ban her and her mods. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wasn't cool. And was um, yeah, it. It's uh, and I was like, you motherfuckers, okay, let's just leave it at that. And um, after a while, someone else got part, and I'm like, good on you, good on you, lady, good on you. And with you, Grant Hines, I'm like, 
Your mother, yeah, good on you, good on you. But like, but it's it, means like... It, it essentially means South Africa is getting on the Twitch map, mm. you know. Yeah, right. And I mean, a little birdie has told me Amazon opened up their web services thing in Cape Town on Thursday last week. Did, yeah. So that means we might actually get Twitch servers very soon. Oh, mm. nice. Yeah, I'm hoping because then, like, then it's guaranteed. Like, one of the best things being in the UK was literally just like pressing stream and it worked. When you come back to South Africa, <laughs> you're like, why is this not working? <laughs> Yo, I'm only sitting one? on seventy five percent dropped frames. The stream is still good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. What are dropped frames on? Zero. Zero. <laughs> Mine's at zero. <laughs> we're all dropped frames, but we're also running on thirty what thirty meter second fiber. So. Mm. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit different. Are you not being in the UK? It's, it's you're running on 40. Different. Your mm. quality is excellent. What? MTN. Yeah. <laughs> yo, my MTN bro. Fixed LTE. It works fast, but it's yo, expensive. Yo, 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 bro. Yeah. I've just got 250 up and 250 down, so I'm pretty stoked. I do that. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so but... Grant, Grant, it's got a big question for you. Yes. Yeah, All right. Uh, she says. I have a question for Grant. He's the one with the green hair. Yes, Susie, thanks. The green or yellow? It looks like yellow. We know who Grant is. It's turned into green now. Don't worry. He seems like he's been doing it for a while. How long has he been streaming for? I've been streaming for 2015, but a lot of it was on YouTube early days. That's a lot of years, Grant. 2015 yeah, five years no it's five years <laughs> but i've been doing gaming like the gaming thing since 2008 so just the, the furthest i found was 2012 going back yeah. when i i was stalking you oh shit <laughs> five questions uh, so, research, so, so 2000 2008 was when i did my first uh thing on hectic 99 and then every Yo. week or week or two i did it and then i wrote for gq and then I got uh, in 2009, 2010. Yeah, I, I did. I did all the game reviews. I literally, I, I, oh. I, I, I art directed a TV, a fashion show for for SABC, and we went to the launch party and we sat at a table and there was a woman sitting next to me. She was she was one of the producers of the show. Her name was Asanda, and she just like nudged me and she was like, "Do you know who that is across the table?" And I was like, "What?" She goes, "That's the editor of GQ." So I literally just got up. I don't know what happened. I was like, huh? and I just walked over and said, hi, my name's Grant. Do you have a game game reviewer? And he looked at me and he was like, <laughs> and his wife, his wife recognized me from TV. She was like, hey, you're on that kid show. And I was like, yes, this is great. worked out. He goes, okay, well, send me a review in the morning. And uh, I, I did it. I just, I spent all, I went home and I wrote a review and I sent it to him in the morning. And then he was like, cool, you got the job. So, Jeez. yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, that's an inspirational story. You just got to mm -hmm. like, dude, when I got my first job in gaming, the only reason I'm in gaming was I was, I was a storyboard artist for a cartoon show in the TV studio. Mm -hmm. And I was drawing like a hundred pictures a day. Hey, like just sitting mm -hmm. there at my Cintiq with my headset on just illustrating. Um, and then the director for one of the live shows came running up in a panic. I'm still friends with him now after all these years. And he was like, I used to walk around the office just like on the wheelie chairs. I was like the young guy in the office, just like really excited about games. Everyone was like, Grant needs to get laid. 
um mm. so, and, and 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 i just was like oh like rainbow six siege uh, Ve uh rainbow six vegas 2 came out uh, well vegas and vegas 2 were coming out of that stage and i was like oh these games are so cool and only the 3d animators could play them on their computers and i'd stay after hours and just watch them play like a four-man squad or whatever and then um he just ran up to me with a copy of viva pinata and said Listen, our, the person who's doing these game reviews on TV uh, tomorrow is called in sick. Can't do them. Can you review this game for me on TV tomorrow? I had never played an Xbox before. I had uh, never been on TV before, like, like, like in that capacity. I was supposed to be doing this and I was supposed to see friends that evening. So, and I had like, like five seconds and I said, yes, can I keep the game? And they were like, yeah, you can keep the game. And I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> That's what you were worried about, giving the game. Yeah. So then, so then I, so then I just called a friend and I was just like, who had an X, but I knew had an Xbox. And I was like, I was earning 4,000 Rand a month and Xbox was four and a half thousand Rand. Mm -hmm. um, so, so I was like, um, dude, can I borrow your Xbox tonight? We're like, what are you doing? And he was like, um, yeah, sure. I'll come over. And I literally played Viva Pinata. I, I I went in the morning. I kind of like planned a couple of things I was going to say. And then they were like, do you want to come do that again next week? And I was like, cool. <laughs> but if I didn't say <laughs> yes to that, I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't mm, be doing mm. any of this. Like this, I would probably be like an art director in an ad agency or something stupid. Like The darkest timeline. <laughs> it wouldn't be this timeline. <laughs> Although with Corona. Yeah, and I, yeah. yeah, so true. Zappa. Any questions for Grant? Uh, well, Grant. Yeah. What inspired the Grant versus Overwatch YouTube channel, and what is it all about? Because I don't know what it's all about. Okay. Well. Talk to the uh, layman here. Okay, so I have a few theories about how the algorithm works, and I'm kind of like stagnant on my current channel. I'm kind of like it's. I go up like a hundred subs a month, but that's not enough. Like it's. It shouldn't be climbing so slowly. It should be yeah. like pumping. So it's, and the main reason is that there's no focus in content. So I reverse engineered the algorithm to f focus on something that I cared about, which was Overwatch, to create a channel that would do very well. And it has, but I just, since Corona, haven't actually uploaded or had time to do anything on it. And it looks like, yeah, it's, it, it, that, that was the purpose of it. It was quick to produce, works with the algorithm, um, and yeah, and, and, and it, it proved a couple of things to me. Um, about, I mean, like some of those videos are sitting on really good views and it's just like, I, I proved so, myself, myself correct, <laughs> which is so now, now, now the next question is, um, seeing as you've gained like your partnership and you've gained so much success with Overwatch, Overwatch, um, do you feel like you're sort of pressured to stick with Overwatch? I know you enjoy it, but do you feel like a certain sort of pressure to just stick with the game um yes and no so i i really like playing overwatch which is great so like i think it's one of the best mm. made games in like i don't know the last like decade um especially competitive games um so i really enjoy it and i'm i'm pretty good at it that's one of the few games i'm actually like really good at so um yeah <laughs> so i'm happy to stick to it um but at the same time like i do my audience really does doesn't mind people don't come to my audience for overwatch uh, to my mm, channel mm. so like if i play call of duty i get the same viewership but like tonally the stream changes a little bit but it's still yeah. the same like i'm currently downloading uh, assassin's huh 
Just continue. Uh, um, I'm currently downloading Assassin's Creed Origins. I'm going to play a bit of that. I'm going to play a bit of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 um, this week as well. Um, people come mostly to have a chat and hang out and play games with me. I have quite a big community stream. So mm-hmm. I like hosting people. I'm quite extroverted. So I love it when people just come into the chat and I want like a, a Discord with like 100 people in it and I just go, shut up, everybody. Let's do this. You know, like I love that. Yeah. Like, the, like I feel like I'm literally hosting them at my house. That's what I mm, like about mm. it. Um, and it doesn't do really think, matter what to do. Yeah. Do you think Do you think that if you like, let's say in the future, decided to do um, streams more focused on, let's say, single player storylines, do you think it would impact the numbers a tiny bit or do you think it won't impact it at all? I think it will. And the main reason it will is because I have such a community focused channel. So mm-hmm. if, if the community aren't doing anything together, then it, it kind of defeats the point. So I've built the channel yeah. on the, on, on that stage, right? That's, yeah, okay. that, yeah. You've got in, in like advertising, you call it your USP, like, like what is special about your viewing experience? What makes you different from every other streamer? And I think st- streamers need to address, if you want to become a streamer and you're watching this, that's the thing that you need to ask. Like, what makes your stream watchable? What, why, why do people need to tune into you and not Shroud? Because that's literally the options they've got. They literally can click on Shroud stream if they want to. Mm, so like, mm. what, makes, what makes you, what gives you a competitive advantage over Shroud? And you've got, and you've got to literally like, think like that. That's why streaming is so difficult because it's not like, am I the best South African streamer? Or am I the best streamer in my neighborhood? Or like you literally are competing with like, am I as good as Ninja? What makes his co- content compelling? Why are there so many people watching him? Like what, what, what genre do I fit into? Are there genres? Mm. Like, like those are all questions you need to sit down and, and plan and, 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 and like disseminate. And it's, some of them is like more philosophical stuff because you've got, I believe content creation is a, uh, like a philosophical discussion. Like why do other people need to spend their attention on you? Like what makes you, your, why are you holding their attention and what makes you holding the attention so valuable? Um, and I think in my streams, it's a community thing. It's hanging out, it's socializing. I got all these ideas to like take some of my viewers on dates on Instagram stories. So people can see faces to those people. So that like mm-hmm. when, when people come into the chat, they're like, oh, I, it's not just a, a colorful name with a bit of text next to it. It's like, oh, that's Gareth. You know, like I remember they had the discussion and this is his viewpoint and this is what he believes in and this is what makes him happy, you know, and then like they be, they form friends on my Discord without me even being there. Like they just like yeah. hang out and talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then some other so, people might be like really good at a game like Shroud, right? Like people, he's mm. just like, he's he's basically like a football player. People coming to watch him because he's like the messy of, of, of the games he's playing. And that's cool. Like anyway, sorry. No, no I've, been, I've been dabbling around a bit so much so that i got a message in afrikaans from the lady sitting there last night Wait, um i've been wait, dabbling in i'm i'm dead serious she sent me a message in afrikaans and i'm like wow that was really really good but um i've been dabbling around a bit and i'm doing actually afrikaans streams yeah <laughs> And uh, great Susie, one of the viewers in chat, she she's from Texas and she goes oh, yeah. into Google Translates 
translate and talks to me in Afrikaans while I'm streaming no. in Afrikaans. Oh, great so cool. I respond to I respond to her in English and everything. She pulled it off so perfectly that some people in my chat actually think she's from South Africa. <laughs> you know, here's a, here's a fun yeah. fact. The dialect in the South of America and Afrikaans are actually very similar. Like if you linguistically, which mm. is something that you can actually, there are dissertations on how similar Afrikaans is to the American South. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I've been dabbling in that and uh, experimenting and it seems to be working somewhat. No. And, and also yeah. that's amazing. That's amazing. And, you know, and also like that also could bring potential brand deals like, like, the fuck off beer like they should be you drinking so much of that shit on your stream you need to you need to be pay, paid by them i'm not an alcoholic i promise i'm not an alcoholic <laughs> <laughs> yeah like there's 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 yeah and uh, there's a lot of value bro there's a lot of value in that and also just finding your community and it's not a race like everybody says like oh you need to have like like a, a million subscribers to be successful or whatever it's like no you know what, how, what makes us successful right now is that I get to do this as my job. That's what makes me yeah. successful. Yeah. I mean, like, I've already made my success. If you, if I've, I've looked at lots of different podcasts and videos and everything, and they're like, when should you go full time with Twitch? And they give you guidelines. And I'm sitting there going, everything they've told me about when I should have gone full time is wrong. Because oh, yeah. I started going full, I started going full time with an average concurrent viewership of fifteen. Okay, wow. I had three months worth of salary, and I had three months to make that work, and the community came together. And so, what I learned from those videos is there's no real answer to do things on Twitch or to do things correctly mm -hmm. on Twitch. There's guidelines. That's why, like, whenever ever someone asks me about something, I'm like, this is what worked for me. It might not work for you. Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. Like, I can't speak Afrikaans and stream and expect yeah. people to come through. Come to, come to Bloemfontein, by the way. Two days after you phoned me that other time, yeah, yeah. I literally messaged some friends of mine. I'm like, guys, where the hell are vegan restaurants? And they're like, oh, okay, cool. We can send you a list of 10 but no. go, to these, go to these six first before you go to the other four. And I'm like, cool. The next time Grant is in bloom, I'll take him there. My God. Like literally there was nothing. I was like, oh, where are we? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you were yeah, on the outskirts of bloom. <laughs> yeah, I'm really keen to go back. Uh, it seemed like a very friendly town. Everyone was super friendly. I like, I like people. Like, so people places are nice. That's why I like New York. Yeah. Everyone's like talky, talky, talky. Like, mm, mm. everyone is super friendly. I felt welcome. I hate going to yeah. a place, even if it's pretty, I hate going Glasgow. to a pretty place and everyone's cuck. Huh? Even Glasgow, Seriously. just come to our little Scotland. You want to meet friendly people, dude, Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> one day is one day. When I'm falling, I'll come. <laughs> I, hear, I hear Scotland's amazing. Yeah. London was cuck. I hated London because London, Me everybody too. is... It's a shithole. Like Isn't everybody there in a is rush, just though, all the time. No, people the culture like is just so everyone's everyone's skeptical of you and no and you know me, I'm like super energetic. Like there are people that are very skeptical of me online because they think I'm like faking being so hyperactive and energetic, but it's like, yeah, I just stream <laughs> for six hours, like I I'm cool, man. I, you can't fake this. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't fake this. Yeah. Um, that's, but that's like, and in London, everyone was like, "Is this?" Like, I honestly thought I was going crazy after about six months. 
like I was sitting on the tube going like, I can't talk because people are looking at me. Like I can't speak. So if I have a question, I'm like whispering it to someone. And it's, it's not who I am. And so the whole of Africa, if you look at the whole African continent, we are all very talkative, friendly people. If you go to Nigeria and you, sh- you greet a Nigerian, he will hold your hand for the entire conversation. Try that in London. They will like basically <laughs> sweat and panic. Yeah, like, go, let go of my hand. No, no, no. <laughs> I was like, yo, we're not like that, man. We're not like that. We, we're friendly people. And like, if, and eventually I was like, I didn't care. Like, I, I started just not caring. And I was like, I heard that the north of, of the UK is much better. Like yeah. Birmingham and Norwich. Well, and... Scotland, Birmingham as well, but all the way up. Wales, Scotland, uh, or Birmingham, Wales, Scotland, you'll, you'll find know. a lot of friendly people. It's, it's, it's actually madness. You know, Kiz and I walked around here for what? You know, that, was the, day, that was the one, one thing day. I hated the most. Yeah. We walked around on for one first day. day. On our first day, people like, oh. Yeah. First day, I went to Edinburgh, dude. Went to Edinburgh and I walked into... You, you wouldn't believe me if I told you the Warhammer shop in Edinburgh. Only Warhammer. Everything. Just Warhammer. I walk in. Dude, I made a friend on my first day in Scotland. Amazing. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that is how friendly these people are. It's crazy. It's actually madness how crazy the Scots are, are as, as friends. They're, they're, they will, it sounds like a nice, that sounds like a nice place. I would... I, I like I wanna... look if, yeah. Yeah. Go. Continue. Continue. No. 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 I'm. I'm done. done. Are you? Are you done? I'm done. Are you done? Okay. I've got. I've. Got, I'm gonna twist the one question around a bit. I hope you guys are intelligent enough to know what question it is. Have you ever injured yourself by doing something stupid? Stupid injuries. Stupid. I'm not. This is not a self harm stream. Trust me. It's just something stupid. I'll go with an example that I did. Luckily, there wasn't a there wasn't a YouTube back then, but I was playing Star Wars Kid in my backyard with a broomstick, and I jumped in the air, and I landed on the broomstick, and the broomstick hit my lip, and the te- the tooth punctured my lip. So I went to my mom, and and I'm like, look. And there's like air blowing out of the top of my lip. What? Oh my god! <laughs> what? Oh my god! Bloody stupid, hell. stupid, stupid self Bloody injuries. Oh, Mostly focused on being god. kids, though. <laughs> Dude, you are fucking mad. You know that. Ow. I was, I was nine years old. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, any so, of so you got any stupid you, stories right? like that? Huh? Mm. No. Giannis? Mm. It's a, this is a tough one. This there's got to be so many when you're a kid. You know you have to like filter well, I can, out. I can answer one like, if you want. I, I got a, I got an adult one for you. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Giannis, no. Not PG. Even better. Uh, How P? This, this, what is? What do you mean by not PG? The stream is is explicit. So go for okay, it. Okay, here we go. So I, I I was putting together like shelving. It's actually this shelving behind me. And uh, I, I basically used my heel. I was like, I was, I was like, you know, crouch like Spider-Man, right? So my heel was like basically on my, the tubing underneath in between my, my nutsack and your, and your, and your, and your butt. What is that called? It's got an air. It's like your taint, taint. <laughs> your taint. Yeah. Grundle. 
So, so I was li- I was just working and I had my I had my foot there, whatever. So that evening, hanky panky time, and uh, I just came blood everywhere. Oh, holy dear! Holy shit! I told you it wasn't PG. It wasn't PG. No, but it's it okay. Wasn't. It wasn't. But but I've I've got to I've got to ask. I've got to ask. No, and I came blood for. I I basically just like, just checked every day for. for I came blood for like a week. Jeez, jeez. Damn. Don't ever crouch when you. Kezenzev, Kezenzev, how does this stack up against Chicken Wingers' USB story? Like, does it outpace it? (laughs) We have have a winner. (laughs) (laughs) The number one story goes to Grant. No, tell me, tell me the, tell me the the Chicken Wing story. Chicken Winger story. Um, You guys want to tell it? Should I? Well, I'll just tell Uh, it. So, so the the last guest we had last week, Chicken Wingers, uh, we asked him. like what is one of the worst things or the best story he had and the best story he had was that he once swallowed a usb flash drive and uh his friends told him he needs to find it (laughs) he needs to locate it so the next day he went digging around looking for the flash drive and he found it did it still work (laughs) i don't think you try that and I wouldn't. I wouldn't stick a poo stick in my in my computer. That's I right. wouldn't either. <laughs> uh, that doesn't <laughs> seem safe. I mean, we've got an IT technician here. Would you try that, Zoe? <laughs> I can honestly say, dude, it wouldn't work because mm. over and above the fact that it's gone through a whole bunch of liquids, it's you also it. gone through it your stomach acids, which means any of the uh, silicone that was inside the the, uh, the the chip itself will have been damaged. There's no doubt. Wet. Well, that's what I mean. Over and above all the liquid. It's no, but he also rinsed it. Yeah, nonetheless, I mean, it went to the toilet. He went down the drain again. I probably would rinse it and give it a go. You know what I'm saying? Just, no, but yeah. Just for science. Yeah. It won't work. Not with rinsed, silicone. But also, he rinsed it, and then it fell down the drain. So he lost it. <laughs> he lost yeah, it again. So it oh, that's my favorite damn. part of the story. It was like <laughs> all that energy. Right? <laughs> I've got, I've got, I've got another one that's pretty bad as well. Oh jeez, gonna tell us what I'm going. Poo stories are great. Poo stories are excellent. <laughs> Top tier. So, um, in varsity, I ate, I had butterfish. Have you guys ever ate butterfish before? Good God, no. I don't think so. Have you heard of it? Heard of it? No. Okay, so uh, not many people heard of it. It's, it's okay. This was before my vegan days, and like, oh, I'm so grateful now. But it's a, it's a very, it's a delicious fish. It is so delicious. It is kind of like the Turkish delight in the Chronicles of Narnia. Because what ends up happening is that a large percentage of the human race is actually allergic to it. It's got, it's got um, like a kind of a toxin, a cytotoxin in it or something. I found this out after eating it because I had some. I was like, this is amazing. Had another helping. Yeah. Almost the following morning, I was just farting and I was like, this is great. Like, I'm just I'm feeling so good. But what you're farting, it's the reason it tastes so good is that it's such an oily fish. It's got a lot of fat in it. Yeah. And you're just farting oil, right? <laughs> so I didn't feel it. When you fart oil, like you feel water, you can, you fart you, you diarrhea, yeah. you can like feel it, right? Oil. Yeah. So I t- took the train to town, sat in college, 
And I was like, something smells like shit. Somebody stepped in shit. Then I went to the toilet, uh, like for myself, because I'm, I'm feeling a bit like hectic. And I pulled down my pants, and it's just oil, like like runny poo oil just down my legs. Oh, and like, no. bear in mind, this is first year, first year college. There's just hot, hot girls around me. <laughs> and here I am, here I am, literally in the bathroom, like basically with my pants off, rinsing and using hand wash to 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 to, to clean my underpants. Basically, on the verge of tears. That that jean, that pair of jeans is sta was stained. Like it had like a like a, a full on like oil stain on the back. So just never ever ever eat butterfish. If somebody, cause it, oh, I've got butterfish, it'd be like no, no. Ooh, eh, eh. Okay, I'll <laughs> remember Ooh, that. Okay, for for those no UK viewers, his pants he actually means trousers. Um, trousers. Just so you know. We're because, pretty sure they would know um, what well, pants. Pants too, though. <laughs> Damn. Well, I don't have any very... story that can top those two stories. What about you? That was that was the worst. And then I still went through the whole day of varsity and saw my girlfriend afterwards. What? <laughs> Man completed like the mission. Yeah, <laughs> Man completed the mission. Completed. I, I got hundred percent, man. I got hundred percent that. You had to get the platinum trophy that day, or else. I should have. I should have just fucked off home. I don't know what I was thinking. I should have called my mom and said, "You picking me up?" I should have. Yeah. You should have settled for bronze, but you went I for platinum. Through a whole day of college, and then took the train back home. <laughs> Uh, Damn. No worries. Dude, Ooh. if you'd been in this country, the bus driver would smell you and say you could get off the bus. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was, I, I love how judgmental I was because I was sitting there going, like, yeah, someone else, smells, like, somebody smells like shit. They must have walked in it. Bad luck on them. It was way worse than <laughs> stepping in shit, that's worse. for sure. Way yeah. worse. That was all you, man. It was just oil everywhere. Just oil, poo oil. It's like, you know, poo infused oil at my butt. Wow. It was wow. just oil. And here everywhere. I'm sitting, the worst just thing I've ever oil. eaten was Hong Ho. What's the snout of a stingray in South Korea? That's Wait. fucking hectic. Why on earth would you eat that? Why not? They challenged me to it and like, you like spicy food? And I'm like, yeah, sort of. And they're like, try this. They put the plate in front of me with these meat bits in it. I looked at it and I just started crying. That's how spicy it was. <laughs> and I still continued to eat. But you see, does it even matter what the substrate is at that stage? They could have given you like yeah, a no. banana and said, yeah. <laughs> You know, and they just put the cooked it just in whatever spice they were making. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Masala banana. Yeah. Masala, yeah, let's go. It doesn't matter at that point because you're literally just eating like like yeah. gunpowder. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. That was that was quite bad, but uh, no, it won't beat poo oil. Never, never, Grant, never, do, never. Grant, do you know? Durian is pretty. Mm -hmm. Have you guys had durian mm -hmm. before? No. No. It's like a Korean. It's like a Korean um, fruit that smells so start? bad. Durian, I think it's D-U, let me just go, D-U-R-I-A-N. Okay, for those of you who know, um, here in Scotland, they have they have something called haggis. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually quite nice. Very peppery. It's very peppery. Um, Do you guys all know that that's what they put on it? It's like not peppery on its own. It's actually quite. Oh nice. no, no, no! They, they have to very add pepper to it. It's very um, peppery because it would be pretty cooked uh, on its own. Do you guys, all... there's a vegan haggis. What? Uh, 
It's just as good. What's it made out of? Just so you know. I'll 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 try that. Haggis. Okay. Generally, what it is is uh, mutton cooked in sheep stomach. Okay, but for yeah, vegans, we fucking hate it, okay? Humans, <laughs> humans don't give a fuck, eh? We just like. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, dude. Imagine like, like something ate us like that. Imagine a creature. You know what? I know. I know. There is one chef who's like um one of the the Michelin star chefs who, who's now vegan because he was just cooking. He was just doing like a a, a a pig stuffed with like a turkey stuffed with like a chicken. And then it, he just had this epiphany as he was doing. He's like, "What the fuck are we doing? Like, like, <laughs> like, like, what are we doing? Just think about this. What are we doing? Oh, we're going to take the oh, inside, and we're going to shove you outside, and we're going to put it into your stomach, and then we're going to eat it. It's like a Mortal Kombat move. <laughs> it is a Mortal Kombat. Okay, but there is a vegan version. Oh, it's not stomach. It's um. I don't know how it's cooked, actually. I think it's cooked in, in, in um, the film that they use for Buddha Wars that isn't actually real yeah, meat. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. Um, mm. It's that same film. It's actually cooked inside that. But, dude, it's actually really nice. If you like your peppery kind of foods, you'll oh, really yeah. like this. It's very nice. It's got a, it's got, it's got a very unique mash. taste to it. With mash and turnips. Mm. You're going to have... Turnips, that's cool. a strange one. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's actually called... I'm going to turn it I up. I shouldn't you not. Nips and tatties. But tatties is potato. Yeah, tatties. So in other words, it's haggis, turnips, and mashed potato. Mashed turnips and mashed potatoes. I'm done. I'm done. Dude, you gotta try it. There is a vegan version of it, dude, and it is un fucking believable. It is really nice. Trust me, you'll love it. So when you come up here, dude, we'll 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 come. you to it. Yeah, let's do it. So this durian. <laughs> This durian is like a, a plant that's found in, if you Google it, it looks like a, a, like a big pineapple, I suppose. But it's so hectic, it's illegal to eat it on the, on the subways and stuff because it stinks so bad. But it's a delicacy. <laughs> there, there are lots of people, it, you can watch YouTube videos of people trying to eat it. And I, I had some in San Francisco once. And I was like, nah, never, never. I'm not, it's, it, smell, it literally smells like fart. But it's actually hard to describe. It's hard to describe. And people eat it. Like... Eating yeah. parts. Yeah, it's like it's like, and it's like slimy. Yeah, it's, it's 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 interesting. It's a it's and people. I think it's like you know when people have like a a, 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 a like a a taste refined that's palate? yeah a refined palate. It's like you know when you if you grow up eating it, I'm sure it's delicious because that's you know food is that's all that food is really actually it's just nostalgia. Yeah. Like yeah. if we grew up eating other shit, we'd like it as well. But I think because mm. because it's so like weird, like like it stinks so hectically. Um, like the West are just like, what is this thing? Um, what, and, it's, and it's, it's banned in all forms of public transport across mm. Thailand, Japan, and Hong yeah, Kong. Yeah, you're not allowed to so take it anywhere. We need to we need to get back on the rails. I think indeed we need to get back. Yeah, on indeed. We jumped very far off those rails. We need to we need to probably rapid fire some of them. <clears throat> Which well, I, I don't know from both of you guys being full-time streamers what? how yeah. um how has corona affected your work has it been positive negative has it changed your life in some way that you didn't expect Zephyrs, oh i should go um <laughs> the funny thing is i looked at it uh i've seen a couple of podcasts right i've watched a couple of podcasts right before it started before it really hit the world 
and they were talking about it and some of them brought up um the most common point that everybody brought up is like twitch viewership shouldn't change too much because generally the people that would be traveling to places for conventions and all those stuff is sitting at home now so what do they do they stream so their viewer their viewers stays with them basically um for me personally my viewership has increased a tiny little bit um but i can't say i can't ascribe it to covid19 i can't really say oh it's because of this that i'm getting more viewers so for me generally with my viewership numbers on my channel it's roughly the same it's slightly better it's actually slightly better but um we got to wait it out i mean it's still even though we've so we're so far along in this uh, epidemic pandemic um we still need to see what the outcome is or what will happen in about a month or two uh in that time just because a lot of people that's supporting us now is supporting us because either a they work from home or they have i'm talking financially obviously or they have some spare cash lying around mm. but the moment you know the, this financial support might actually i'd say around about june june-ish july-ish is when if this thing isn't sorted out by then is when most twitch streamers will see an impact on their finances i think yeah yeah Lucky. yeah I, like yeah i think mine streams have been like really good like really really good um and i think i've had a good a good couple of uh, collabs which have helped but i honestly think it's a lot of kids are at home instead of at school and they'd rather play games and study um and like a lot of people, like like Zafa was saying, are like staying at home and, and working from home. So I'm seeing about a 20% increase in viewers, um, uh, pretty much. And also I'm seeing a, a much bigger increase in income. Um, I just think people are working out what Twitch is. They're working how to link their Prime accounts. Um, but uh, like Zafa said, I'm worried about like next month or the month afterwards because people aren't going to have income to donate. Mm -hmm. um, and unless you've got like a big benefactor, like sometimes you get somebody that just drops in like 20 gifted subs and you're like, oh, that's amazing. Because mm -hmm. like that goes a long way. But yeah. it, often that, that doesn't often always happen. So you're relying on like individuals, like five or six people a stream to like drop a Twitch Prime or something. At our level, like I don't know, is that, I don't know if that's your, your yeah. experience. That's basically the experience, yeah. So you, you need you need that like the, that trickle income. It's like your base, um, and it's gonna it's it's hard to and also with the exchange rate. If you, especially if you've got a lot of South Africans watching, which we do, then it's you know you know it's more expensive for South Africans to subscribe to South African streamers, right? Yeah, it is. It's a dollar. Maybe. It's a dollar more expensive, roughly. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, look, it, it, I can honestly say it costs us less to subscribe to you guys than it does you guys subscribing to for example us mm. so i get it dude uh, for 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 people from from overseas it's a lot easier because you know we've got we're, we're firstly we're earning a, a higher income than than you know south africans are but also you guys are being nailed by an extra the vat is is clumping you on and wait that we could charge vat on on a do we get charged vat on a subscribe 
That's fine. I know you can um, charge if, you su- if you subscribe to someone, yeah. So in South Africa. No, no. If you subscribe to someone in general and you're from South Africa. But then you declare your 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 Twitch payout, right? To tax. I declare it as gifts. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't have to. Like because that. that's the closest thing I could get to declare it as. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have to worry about that. Please, yet. Sars, don't be watching this stream. Please don't be watching <laughs> yeah. this stream. So, since since I got partnered, I have started declaring it as income because I see that there is like a trade, like they get people get subs, like 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 mm. emotes and stuff. Mm. Um, and and the, the money is also made up of of ads that are served on your videos. So yeah. I see that as like like broadcast broadcast money. Mm. But the the PayPal stuff that don't know. Yeah, is careful, like, dude. SABC is gonna come after you just now and take all your money. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like you, you actually allowed like like half a million rands gift untaxable in South Africa or something. So I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. you're flipping lucky if you get half a million rand gifted on Twitch. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. That's a problem I want. That's a problem yeah. I want to sit down with my accountant and have. You know, <laughs> if I get half a million gifted. Uh, uh, if I get half a million gifted in South Africa, I'm not sitting in South Africa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's... Right, it's we're going to shoot a couple of quick fire questions at you guys, just so that we can, like, clear out the questions a bit, yeah? We have Sorry. a few. All right, so... Dark side or light side? Dark side or light side? Grant. Light side. Zappa? Uh, Gray. Because Luke was gray. 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 Can you see? What? Can you see what's happening? Your ass is literally gray. He's literally gray. Now he's literally gray. He, he was gray. He was playing between light and dark for a bit, hey? I was. Yeah, he was. All right, uh, Grant. Which character from Star Wars do you identify with the most? Probably Ray, actually. All right, Zafa. Same question. Uncha, Uncha, Chewbacca. Oh, oh, oh. I think I identified Baby Yoda the most. I just want to sit down and eat stuff. No, that's the correct answer. That's the correct answer. <laughs> yeah, choose. Dark side or light side, bro? Gray. Can't you see I'm, I'm gray? I'm gray. Yeah. Guess it's dark side. Um... I'm light side, so gray. I'm confused. Even uh, me, even me. Why are you confused? Kez is dark, I'm light. Oh, so the two of you are gray together. I see. Oh, I see. I see. It was just simple math we didn't understand. I didn't hear anything about Kez. I was like, what? All right. Yeah, that's a fire for you, Grant. Uh, what is your favorite event or con that you've attended that that you've attended recently or are able to attend? Oh, um, I think I actually think it was Star Wars Celebration that I liked the most because it was literally if, if you go to like E3 or Gamescom or all those ones, it's all like journalists and everyone's being super critical and studying the game and trying to find faults. Literally, Star Wars Celebration is like we're here because we love Star Wars. <laughs> that's like and that's what and everyone's just pumped about star wars and i was like that's actually what got me pumped i was like everybody's just having fun it reminded me of like when you're a kid playing video games and like there weren't things like internet reviews and you weren't like competing with your friends you just had a really good saturday you know what yeah. i mean there was no people telling you that you're wrong or you, you know um 
just being a kid again. Yeah, just being a kid again. So yeah, Star Wars Celebration was probably my favorite. Agreed. Zephyr, same question. Uh, the gaming forum. <laughs> why? Why is that? Because everyone was there. Because everyone was there and everybody was nice to me the second time around. <laughs> <laughs> what happened the first time around? Granted, I caused some shit. You, you're not part of that. You were not part of that. I caused some shit afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. But we all what? grew the second time around. Yeah. We all grew the second time around. I was uh, immature yeah. and crap. And the second time around, everything was cool. So yeah, I would say the gaming forum, yeah. Tunes, same thing. I'd say Comic Con Africa was probably my best last year. It was pretty fun. The reason why? It's well, fun, it was. It's the biggest con I've, I've been to so far. I haven't really got uh, that much of a chance to go that far abroad. So, and I spent a lot of time with content creators like you guys, which is really cool. Oh. We, we hit him in our dungeon. Yeah, we hit him in our dungeon. <laughs> oh, he was locked up with our black cat. You and Tune need to fight for shade because she took to him like she took to you when you came to Aww. stay with her. So she, she like divided between. Yeah, us. so when you guys come up here, yeah, you kind of screwed. And what? If you ever come to visit, she'll take to you. She'll too. take to you too. <laughs> She's a slut cat. Oh no. She likes all the men. I like I like your I like cats okay. Just put on your shoulder and just walk around the house. <laughs> no, that's Gandalf. That's Gandalf all the way. Or sorry, that's my namesake, Zip Jiffy. Uh, right, who's asking question ten here? I see it's highlighted. <laughs> I'll ask it. What what's everyone's favorite single player game? Ooh. You. Ooh. That's a tough one. <laughs> I, I would probably say Half-Life, actually. What? The first one. Choice? Half-Life 2. Half-Life 2. That makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. What the hell happened? What's happening? He's looking for the orange box. He's getting a ladder. <laughs> what is he's happening? getting a ladder. Yeah, he's he's climbing on top of something. We can see a shadow. Oh God! Be careful! Jeez, are you trying he, to break he, into Black himself, Mesa? If he falls off of there, someone's calling one one two. Eh? He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna break into his own house. Um, this is he's looking for something. Me. Oh wow! <laughs> there we go. We oh, found the online too. That's epic. This is my original box. Yes, nice. we're more worried about you falling off the stair than the ladder. <laughs> nice. I came with CS Counter Strike. Do you remember? Do you remember this? Yeah, yeah. The original CS Go. Well, the original CS I literally yeah. worked like three shifts at a restaurant, and I like bought it on launch day. Those three shifts were literally for this. And then the first day this came out, when this was when Steam was introduced, and I was like, "Why is the whole oh, yeah. game not on the disc? It makes no sense." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Damn. That's epic. Yeah. Favorite, favorite single player game. This is it's difficult. Um, if we were to go with the one single player game that got me into gaming, I would go Monkey Island Two. Oh, good choice. Oh. Yeah. If it wasn't for Monkey Island Two, I wouldn't be sitting here tonight. Let me let me put it to you that way. <laughs> uh, but single player, 
thing I spent the most time in? Probably all the XCOMs. Okay. Kiss. Well, you have to spend oh, time good in Good choice. <laughs> yeah. It's difficult to breathe through those games. Cheers. Yeah, the first XCOM actually took me two years to finish. I, I can imagine that. And I'm talking about the one that was released in 94, 95. Oh, yeah. wow. Not even the latest one. See, I, I never yeah. finished an XCOM game. The XCOM game finished me, and then I left. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, it's yeah. favorite single-player game. Mine, Final Fantasy VI, will always be my favorite. Nice. Oh, it's a good choice. Oh. Six. <laughs> Delayed reaction. It's okay. <laughs> it's the lag. It's the lag. It's, it's that 4G. Yeah, it's yeah. that 4G. <laughs> and you guys. Uh, like, hey, waving with the arm that's not on the camera. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the off camera wave. <laughs> Which character from Star Wars do you identify with most? Look how these guys just we like did sideways. sideways. Did already. Why is it deleted then, man? Okay, well in that case, uh, Grant, how did you get involved in esports? Esports, um, I think it's a natural extension of like the gaming thing. Like I enjoy. Oh, you need to never mind. Sorry, I'm shouting at tunes. Sure, tunes. Um, no, no, I think I think it's a natural extension of of what we do. Like I'm, I really thoroughly enjoy um. Uh, like overwatch and i used to really enjoy dota played a lot of dota um so i just never competed in tournaments i knew I, I wasn't good enough to compete in those tournaments but i enjoyed playing with friends and i love being a part of the production of, for esports things so um i i have participated on stage every now and again as a funsies but never as a as like a player but i love yeah. i love watching it like overwatch league is fun to watch you know i love all those things the rest of you guys, what what would you try compete again? If you had to be an esports player, Gran Turismo. Kez. Apex. Yes, Apex. That's a good one. Good shot. I would go. Most likely, uh, ooh, that's going to be difficult. I have to compete, and it doesn't necessarily mean I have to be good in it, right? No. You just enter the like. If I were good at one game, I'd like to compete yeah, in it. Yeah. It'll probably be Quake. Oh, that's, that's a good, good choice. Good choice. I think. I think the only thing I would try competing is is Gwent from The Witcher. That's, that's the only thing I would try competing in. Yeah, I like Gwent. And if you want to see me compete in uh, Grand Turismo, I'll do it. I'll do it on stream as well if you really want. <laughs> Next question. Next question. Uh, what have you been doing to, to, during lockdown to keep sane? Oh, sorry. Hold Zephyr, on. go first. What have you been doing during lockdown to keep sane, Grant? Um, I've been doing a lot of exercise. Um, there's a, a garage, a parking garage underneath uh, our apartment block, um, which I've been running in. And I've been trying to do like between three and eight kilometers a day if I can. And then um, now that we're un unchained, uh, I'm literally running at like seven in the morning and just going. Um, and then um, try on my streams, I try to do like 
like 200 push-ups a stream and then and other stuff as well and then i'm trying pilates as well i just think that i need to do something physical otherwise my mind is waning but i'm also kind of like it feels like a video game <laughs> i know that sounds weird it's like oh i can compete in this thing and i'm you know like it's easy to just get on the road and run level up yeah and then eventually you're like that was fun I feel better now. I'm going to have a rusk and some coffee. And then the following day, you're doing it again. You're like, mm. then I, I'm actually starting to really look forward to, to, to these, to these like exercise routines and just like beat them. <laughs> like <mini games. laughs> it's something I never thought I'd be able like, I would be doing to be Gamification honest. Gamification of life. Zaffa, reversal. Same question. Oh, uh, the, the fortunate thing is um, for the first two years that I went full time, I literally went out once every month, maybe once every two months. So this thing for me is like, ah, oh, it's like my first two years. It's normal. So <laughs> I'm still reasonably sane, I think. I think. But for me, basically playing games and uh, actually I've gotten into poetry again. So awesome. That's cool. Can yeah. you, are you, are you willing to share? Uh, can you understand Afrikaans? Look, if it's like Yonk uh, walking into the sea or whatever, what's her name? <laughs> what's her name? It's oh, not. It's not that. It's not that crazy. I promise. Afrikaans stuff is hectic, my bro. I always it's like groen is die kleur van genade. It's like it's so intense all the time. Yeah, it's always somebody uh, killing themselves or like like. Oh uh, no, def definitely, definitely not. Uh, are you guys ready for this? Yes. yes. <clears throat> De drie sachkens die reek van nat vol elke hoeken kraak en nieuwe begin vir die wereld vir ons en ons daan saam mekaar daan daan saam toch alleen en ons is skaam in die donkerte want daar is gediertes wat glimlag ons sal fokken wag want morgen is nog 'n dag en ons sal stil raak want die duivel sal waak tot ons kniel en braak en stilte you're deep man that's that, cool felt that in here <laughs> felt that right in the feel sex in the feel sex choose after the rebound it's now or after the the, the the rebound it's now the bounce off and return to you oh. same question use mirror force on me what was the question we just went to Afrikaans poetry all of a sudden <laughs> say that again what, are you doing what have you been doing to keep sane? Oh, oh. What, what makes you think that I'm sane at the moment? <laughs> I'm a scientist. I saw a baseline of insanity throughout, throughout eternity. No, I think it's just uh, playing with the pets probably. It keeps me the sanest. Got a, got a dog, got a cat. Go for walks in the yard. Um, yeah. And you guys? Oh, us. Um, we don't have lockdown. We're working. <laughs> yeah, you guys are like on the ground, on the outside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're out okay. there every single so, day. So every single one of you guys that wants to know what I do for work or what we do right now, we are, we are actually key workers here in the UK. Um, we sit and uh, jack petrol pumps off. 
federal funds, ATM coins, <laughs> newspaper coins, anything that a person can touch their fingers Anything on. That, that, that you put your fingers on, we're sitting there cleaning. <laughs> oh, wow. Sure. So that, that, that's our job. We get paid to do that. <laughs> Somebody Damn. Do it. So you guys are like like outdoors all the time though, then? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's probably quite chill because yeah. there's like fewer people around and you're just like, okay. Not no, really. no, not really good. Not yeah, really. in Scotland, there are so many people. The part What? People are, are, are kind of like, uh, fuck the lockdown, excuse the language, but they're going, wow. fuck the lockdown. It's so busy. I mean, we have, they, they, the, where the, uh, let's try that again, brain's not functioning. <laughs> um, so the Morris, where I am, they, in the beginning of the lockdown, they were serving about 300 people. Now they're on six to 800 people. Yeah, Once we've had, in we've the, had the, the, the fourth or sixth week of, of lockdown, people are yeah. just, there's queues almost every single day for people to get their shopping. And at the petrol station, people just don't care anymore. Yeah, it's not, it's, well, look, my side, it hasn't changed from when I started. Um, Kez has got the whole increase. We've got the, because uh, we're on the coast so uh, where i'm working we're on the coast where kez is working we're more in land so yeah it's different different people but the whole thing is it's for us uh, i don't see much of a difference other than the fact that people just irritate me wow do people irritate me? <laughs> <laughs> and we're sitting here going but we want to be irritated by people <laughs> yeah you do want to get outside yeah <laughs> After this whole spiel, I don't want to see another. I'm happy I'm in IT. I fucking hate people. That's why I'm happy I'm in IT tech. I hate people. He hate people. He really does. He says but he doesn't. No, it's just it's the situation we're in, dude. Seven days a week. Yeah, uh, half past, from about half past seven to eleven, half past eleven every day. It's it's tiring. We do this for seven days a week, so it, it's, yeah. it's painful. Damn. So, so yeah, that's 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 why for us it's no different other than the fact that we're exhausted. We get to go out. Yeah, we go we, we get to go out and we're exhausted. That's that's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's not about us, it's about you guys. Um Awali has a on the, the YouTube channel, Awali has a question for you. He wants to know what is one of the craziest band moments you've had? He actually met you. Oh, uh, one, one of the craziest fan moments. Um, somebody, two, two people made me sign their forehead in, in, in Birmingham. Interesting. Like to, at a at insomnia. Yeah, it was weird. Oh, Actually, oh, weird oh, ones. Oh. I was standing at a, I was standing at um, at a at a bus stop in Wimbledon, and like two girls came running up to me, and they're like, "Hey, you're Grant, right?" And I was like. Uh, what? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Did you follow me here? Because that's please go. <laughs> um, you want to so get that, yeah, that, So that was that was weird. And then um, that one, like, literally was strange. I was just standing in a crowd at Insomnia, and these two, two this brother and sister came up to me, and they're like, "Do you mind? You're Grant, right? Do you mind signing our foreheads?" And I was like, uh, "I think you're going to regret this." <laughs> the, yeah, and a few years time, you look back and think this is a stupid thing, and they're like, "We don't care. We just want to do it." I was like, "Okay, I suppose I can't say no." Mm. Um, so, so that was probably the the craziest. But also, 
he also wants to know what is your scariest and what is your coolest fan moment. Scariest? Um, sometimes people write me very long letters. I've had like essays written to me about like people's depression and stuff. And I know I can't help. So like I, I start reading it and I go like, I'm not going to continue because I'm not going to get caught up in this. Um, and then I just refer them to like, you need to speak to a professional. I can't, you know, and also they're going to regret doing it later. You know what I mean? It's the kind of thing I, you got to allow them that like respect because they, they're like pouring out their heart and soul to you. And they're like in yeah. high school or they're in the early twenties and they just need to go see someone. And then afterwards, you know, it's going to be like, Oh, why did I do that? You know? And if I haven't read it, I'll be like, Hey man, I'm sorry. I didn't read it. And I, and I, you know, then it's better, better for both of us. <laughs> I don't read it. You know? Yeah. That, that, those are quite scary. Mm. So I've had tunes. I'm sure you guys have questions. Most of the questions have been already answered that I wanted to do. <laughs> Um, <laughs> who's your role model in or favorite person in the geek slash gaming community and why is it Zaffa geek <laughs> <laughs> no 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 take away the Zaffa geek thing and why it's of course because of the majestic beard why else would it be that's not the <laughs> no longer the Zaffa we know there's no long beard yeah but yeah grant's favorite personality in the gaming community my favorite personality yeah yo i like i don't have a single favorite personality i like to choose people that um i can borrow things from i really like ali eh? i know a lot of you guys probably don't like him I think he really understands his medium and his audience. And there's a lot to reverse engineer from the kind of stuff he's doing. Ali A, he's, a, he's actually a Fortnite YouTuber. Uh, he used to be a Call of Duty YouTuber and then transitioned to Fortnite. But you can nearly like reverse engineer everything he's done and it's, it's actually genius. Like his, his stuff is, yeah. is great. Um, I don't know him, dude, honestly. <laughs> um, he's just hit 10 mil, I think. No, he's hit 12 mil. No. Wow. Um, Wow. But like, yeah, he's, he's, That's he's, yeah. um, and then I think like CDN the third, like, I don't know if you've seen his streams. He's already, yeah. he's a very creative streamer. Also like, so he's part of like, there's a bunch of us like vegan streamers who have like a, that he, he started like a private chat with a whole bunch of us just like with resources. He's, he's hectic vegan. Like he's like, like he's got parts of his discord are like come let's chat let's go let's go let's go uh <laughs> let's watch dairy is scary let's go let's go let's go um but he's but I, I love his passion as well like he's just like super energized and like ready to go and i really like respect like his craft and also he's also the kind of person who's shown me that being a multi-streamer is a good thing like like multi-game mm -hmm. streamer like he um He's, he's mastered the art of keeping a community of like tens of thousands of people plus um, streaming whatever game he wants to stream and just enjoying himself while doing it and not being the best because like not every game you can realistically be the best in. So I really enjoy, yeah, I really enjoy his stuff. So probably the two of them. Oh, cool. What is the questions again? <laughs> Quite the questionnaire here. Um... 
Firstly, what is it like to travel all over the, all over the world to work, basically doing things that geeks dream about? Um, it's tiring. It's more tiring than you'd even begin to imagine, to be honest. Like one of my very selfish moments was when COVID happened. I was like, I don't have to go anywhere this year. Like, <laughs> like I just, it, like when you go on a, it's not like going for holiday. Um, hmm. it's, it's, it's going for work and you've got like shoots to do and you've got a checklist and you've got to, uh, produce content. And there are people at home, like your brands that you're working with going like, where is this? And then if you film stuff for a TV show, there's an editor like working night shift and you're in a different time zone and they're waiting for footage. It's not like, Hey, I'm just going to go attend BlizzCon. It's like, am I getting everything done in the time that they've given me? And they've, and they more than often than not have booked you like two nights. Cause that's all they could afford at the hotel. And you've got to get everything done in like three working days. Let's go. And you're in a different time zone and you jet lagged and you, and you just come back like sore. I, like you, my bones are just sore often from a lot of these trips. It's, it's not like I'm on holiday. Um, and people don't, it's the same with streaming. They go like, oh, that's so much fun. Eh? You get to sit and play games all day. And it's just like, you don't understand. But then, but, but then again, you get to play games all day. <laughs> yeah. True. But like, uh, you, you, you do understand where I'm coming from. Like, our work is to play games. It's fucking difficult, even if people don't believe us. But it's still, at the end of the day, we play games. But have you ever had like a dark moment? Like, you just go like, I... God forbid I do this again. Have you ever had one of those? I'm like, honestly. Yeah, I've had some of them sometimes. Yeah. And like, and I, I think everybody experiences those in the jobs that they do. Mm. And like, just mm. because we have a fun job doesn't mean that those moments aren't there. And that we, we have a right to experience those moments going like, yeah, the so last thing on earth right. I want to do is stream. I, I agree, dude. No, you do have a right to experience. No, no. What, what, I, what I'm seeing is, a lot of people think that we have no right to experience those because we play games all the time. We have just as much a right to experience it as anyone else because it's still work. You know? mm. It's still difficult. Yeah. It, it takes it out of you. I mean, look, Kez and I have to deal with it tonight. Obviously, Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. You guys have to deal with it every day. Every bloody day, basically. I mean, Zafa, you, you suffer with the American hours. Grant, you suffer with most You're every other hour. Choose. <laughs> yeah. You suffer the university work. You don't count. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I suffer science. That's what I suffer. I can, I can, I can, I can tell you about something that's more tiring than that. Running a tabletop RPG session for three hours. Oh, yeah. oh that sounds like hell. Yeah. That sounds like hell yeah. to me. Yeah. 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 It's like every Jesus. Sunday night. Every Sunday night when I do when I do the vampire thing. Like when I finish there, I'm like, I want to go to bed, but I need to upload and edit these videos, but I want to go to bed. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Dungeon mastering is, it takes an hour of you. At one point, I think I had dungeon mastered three sessions in one week and it, it killed me. It actually put me off dungeon mastering for a bit and like I got totally burnt wow. out on it. Because the thing is, you get into it because it's so fun. But being a dungeon mm. master is so much work. It's like, yeah. it's not like being the a biggest player. thing. The biggest, the biggest thing, because this was like, this is like my first gig as a storyteller slash dungeon mm. master. The biggest thing is 
someone says something you guy okay and you have to go like okay cool this is gonna happen probably and then mm. someone says something else like oh crap how am i gonna get those two points together mm. and then they veer off the path and you're like okay let's try and get back on the path and eventually you just mm. sit there and go it took me a total of 20 episodes to get them back on the track <laughs> that i intended them to go on classic <laughs> classic dnd Classic yeah, candy. that's Kiz. Hundred percent, that's Kiz. Everything that Tune said, it answered for Tune said it planned. It's like, okay, we're gonna do this, and I was like, okay, no, we're gonna do this. Yeah, yeah. Kiz went in the classic complete DNA. opposite direction every single time. <laughs> no question. What are you guys uh, doing? Uh, what are you guys doing when you're not you streaming and playing games and uh, doing your exercises? Oh, what are you doing during the other times? Zaffa, why do you put me on the spot, man? <laughs> Damn it! Um, God doesn't have an answer. I watch I watch copious amounts of porn. No, no, <laughs> that no. seems healthy. Um, <laughs> I basically I basically catch up on series that I've missed out in the last couple of years that I've been streaming. I catch up on that, um, and generally I watch podcasts. Like the I'm in the whole tabletop RPG thing. I'm still yeah, catching true. up on shows. The shows are already done, but I'm still catching up on them. And while I'm catching up on them, I play games that I don't normally stream. Yeah. Just for fun. Yeah. Because yeah, games just are still fun. fun. Just to, yeah. it's, it's literally a case of like, zone out, sit sit like this, like, uh, this is fun. <laughs> I, I don't have to think about anything other than what I'm doing in the game and what's happening on the podcast. Yeah, Grant. Yeah, I I play some games. I've got a Switch, so I play some games on the Switch. Playing uh, Unravel Two. I also like nice. to read. I'm reading mm -hmm. Lauren Bukas's new book called Afterland. Yeah. Uh, uh, really good. Really, really good. Um, it's about a <laughs> a viral pandemic. Ironically, <laughs> it's, just, it's come out now. She's been writing it for three years, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow what a she's like oh, oh, oh. yeah so like uh, she 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 came into prominence when i still worked at the bookstore oh really that's how i know the name yeah she so, like she started like releasing a crap when i'm i'm like oh cool Lo lauren bierkes yeah. <laughs> work. you know it's moxie land and zoo city and the shining girls yeah. Oh, good. yeah i like her work so she was our head writer at the cartoon show that I worked at. Oh. So, so I'm wow. friends with her from back then. Yeah, and she she just became she her dream was to become an author, but she was writing the stuff. She, she had actually published a few books. She she's published a book called uh, Mavericks, uh, which is literally about like South African women stories of South African women who were just like bosses, like short stories. And then mm -hmm. um, that was like her first published work. And then she Moxieland was the first like science fiction, and that's that she won the the awards for um yeah. but um she, so she's re she's really funny so i was spending some time with her just before quarantine and helping her film she did like a trailer for her for, for the book but she's like people don't understand she's done a lot of research into pandemics <laughs> so she's like <laughs> so she's like people don't understand what's coming like they don't understand what's coming like so she's like like her stories are horrifying <laughs> like she's like knocking on the door and she's like like Everything's crashing. The economy is definitely going to crash. There's nothing we can do about it. 
this is yeah. like the, everything is gonna like there's like a timeline of predicted like futures yeah. are predicted and we're yeah. all gonna suffer and this is the worst thing ever and i was like calm down <laughs> she's studied the worst case scenarios and like the book the book is basically every man on earth is dead from a uh, from a pandemic and uh and it all happened like really quickly and but the main character is a mom and a son from Joburg, and they're stuck in america trying to get back home to south africa because mm-hmm. america's gone a bit crazy they're like the extremists that want to that, that want to kill all the, the last men because they think that it's like god's like um like judgment on humanity and then there's like it's like it's cool like it's it's a cool like world actually um, did she predict toilet paper though she didn't <laughs> okay okay yeah that would have been that would have been something else uh, but it's just watching her panic about a pandemic is like i gotta read this book it's like, like what is what happened? like i need to find out what's going on uh, yeah but it's yeah i've well, got a few more questions eh? so kez is gonna ask them in her um scratchy voice Sure. Was it scary to start when you had less subscribers? What went through your mind in those beginning days? And then we can make it a double question. Did you have an alternative plan before becoming a streamer or a YouTuber? And when did you know that was no longer for you? Okay, you've just like yeah. confused the crap out of everything. Yeah. Yeah. First, First question. First question. <laughs> was it scary to start when you had less subscribers? What went through your mind in those beginning days? Um, I think so for me, it was like I, I had I, I had like a thousand or two thousand uh, like followers on, on YouTube when I started, but I really didn't want to do my TV work anymore. I'd so done with TV and it was pretty scary. Uh, but also like I like I like getting thrown into the deep end. Like if I care about the project enough, I'll just do it. Um, so yeah, like it was scary, but at the same time I was having fun. It's like, it's like surfing or something. I don't know. Like I'm not an extreme sports person, which is close to I'm getting. So yeah, Zaffa. Yeah, wow. Um, I, when I started, I started back in Korea and, uh, it was just like a sideline thing. I didn't really, I, I had fun while teaching kids. While teaching kids, I had fun, you know. And uh, when I came back to South Africa, I had to find a job. And I started working in construction. I was a foreman. And uh, eventually it got to the point where I realized that my stream sort of is suffering. I'm not having fun streaming. And two months later, they fired me. And that's when I went full time. (gasps) And it was scary as hell. Um, Real scary and... There's nothing quite like the rush. And again, with the whole deep end thing, 90% of the time of the th- with the things that I do, I don't know what I'm doing, but I know it works. <laughs> and that's generally my, like, fake it till you make it, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's a Richard Branson quote, apply for a job and then learn how to do it before you actually start doing it. Or yeah, learn yeah. to do it while you're doing it, you know? Um, and yeah, and that's basically the scary bit <laughs> figuring things out <laughs> yeah it's it is like the pieces for, i think it's like there's rain and you put out the buckets and you just hope that it rains in the in these buckets and that's yeah. the best you can do yeah. like yeah. that's a good way to put it dude that's actually that's that's act that's act yeah. 
Yeah, because there's only there's only so many buckets you can have out. So yeah. the, the, like I, I, that's how I did the TV thing. I was like, I had the TV thing, the buckets out for the TV thing. And if I just spent all my energy on that, that's where the rain was going to fall. But I needed to make this other thing first, build the bucket so that it could fall into this one. And it, 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 it can happen if you've got a, a plan. Yeah, you don't have a plan. Like yeah. Zaffa had a plan. Like he had three months savings. Yeah, he got his community together. There was a strategy. It wasn't just like, I don't know. <laughs> let's let's <laughs> give this a lot of go. You know, that's a bad way to do it. Yeah. 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 Angel? Are the question is, did you have an alternative plan um, before you before becoming a streamer or a YouTuber? So obviously Zaffa was a foreman. But before you went into TV and streaming all that, um, Grant, what did you do as a day job? I was storyboarding well, as a content uh, for country uh, show. Uh, before that, I was studying. So I studied art direction and advertising. So I'm, tra I'm trained to do ad agency work. And then I just couldn't get a job. So I found a, a studio where they took my drawings. And then they were like, cool, let's do it. Let's do this. And th that's how I got into TV. I didn't even plan to be in a TV studio. They just happened to be in a TV studio. How much like did you, do you use now that you learned at university? It's so much, so much. Yeah. So we did, a, we did a module on conceptual thinking in first year. And I thought it was so stupid at the time. I have done, I've used that, that the processes that they, it's like literally they rewired your brain a bit. And I've used that kind of like lateral problem solving through every like, like thing that I do. Like I'll go like, cool. How do I, how do I get, how do I get investment into this idea? So like, like, Oh, well, like I'm doing squeeze backs now on my live stream, which sponsors are paying for. Cause like, I was like, I need to come up with something. I've got to put those buckets out, right? Like where it's going to rain. And I've got to come up with a solution that's not conventional. Because if you go the, the trotted way, the, the English, um, <laughs> the, the well way every, path. everything's yeah. the well-worn path, like people don't necessarily invest in that, but they'll invest in a good idea. And if you've got an idea that you believe that's going to work, you, you, can, you can generate money out of that idea. And I've like literally that, that stuff that I learned at Varsity has just been invaluable. Like... And it works with relationships. It works with like moving to another country. Like, how does that, how, how do I solve that? Pro like, if, if I want to move to another country, I've got to sit down and strategize. I've got to work out what does that look like? How am I going to get there? What is the route? What is the normal route? What is the unconventional route? Like, we went to the UK on an unconventional path. Like, yeah, we decided a month before we're going to the UK to work. We don't have visas and we got in. I was, I landed a month later to start working. But it was just like wow. problem solving. That sounds just like me. Kez was ready. You know, her, her, her visa had come through. She knew that everything was going to happen. Me, oh, I'm no. sitting there. Last minute, dude. 16th of October. Freaking 16th of October, my visa comes through. Oh, I can now come to the UK. And then it's like, okay, mad rush. My brother buys tickets for the fucking 1st of November to take off from South Africa to come here. I was like, you know, fuck you, give me time. We're here now, though, so we're happy. <laughs> so, Awali Comics decided to chuck this in also, just chuck you in at the air geeks for some odd reason. 
He said, to us, to the SA Geeks, um, he's, he's loving the background. Uh, he says something about that at home, that at home and amber lighting looks heavy comfortable. <laughs> it does. It does. You should it have does. like a, a, a cup of hot chocolate or something. Yeah, there should yeah. be like a sock on the wall. Not on purpose, believe me, this, this, this uh, lounge is just very dark. <laughs> but anyway, next question. Uh, Grog, tell us about your experience with, with uh, MWeb Gamezone. Oh, when wow. When normal looking hair. Yeah, when you hear Game Zone was really cool. So when I left Zupi and I was just still doing the TV work, uh, the there was a core, a really exciting uh, core group of people at MWeb that were just focusing on video games, uh, led by uh, a guy called Desmond Kurz, um, who was an absolute. People don't know him publicly, but he was an absolute legend in South Africa. It's the reason we have got prioritized. Steam downloads on Steam. It's because of him uh, and his team. Uh, the, 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 we had Dota servers, uh, Battlefield servers, all because of that that team of guys, the three guys at MWeb. Um, and uh, I basically got to do like a, a YouTube like show for for MWeb Games Home and work close to those people. The show was okay. I think it was exciting for what it was, but it was a little bit more like TV on, on YouTube. And in hindsight, I wouldn't have done it that way. But more, more than anything, I met some incredible people out of it. And uh, that was actually the biggest takeaway. Like they were doing cool tournaments. They, ACGL was basically grassroots grown there, like the, some of those guys. Um, yeah, they, were, they, they really did build a lot into the gaming scene. And it was a privilege to, to, to do stuff with them and be there at that time, you know? What was Game State? So Game State was, yeah. So Game State was the show I did with um uh with Zupi. So the one that was competing with YouTube. So that show um was kind of like a like a magazine show with like like reviews, um like quick five minute reviews that were that you could watch on your phone or whatever, like on a YouTube platform. All the motion graphics were done by the team that did the Revision Three stuff like which was really sick um and then uh it was on the co a cover disc of nag magazine which was great um yeah it was a, it was a very cool time and that's where i learned that digital video is pretty cool i remember leaving tv and thinking i downgraded a bit you know and oh, i was like wow oh. and because I, I started there i was like i was oh, the pay was good the pay was the pay was crazy for in, in comparison to like what i was making at the tv show so like i had a figure in mind and they're like had more than that figure and i was like yes i'm taking the job <laughs> um, <laughs> but when i but working there for two years really made me appreciate we'll be doing four videos a day four videos a week of gaming content like in while youtube was in its infancy before youtube had advertising partners like like opened up wow. to the public like it was a very cool formative time of me understanding and learning a platform mm. like and i and i i'm very grateful to that team um, it's, you know, like I, it was, it was just, I got to play on Vodacom's money, uh, and learn. I was up till two. I remember working until two in the morning and leaving and putting the alarm in and coming in at eight o'clock again and getting called into the office and them sculling me out. Like, we don't ask you to work till two in the morning. I was like, but the video is so good. Trust me. The video is so good. <laughs> you know, like, I'm so excited. You got to see this, you know? And they were like, please don't do that ever again. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, like I just, and I, yeah, it was a very cool, cool time. Okay, two of you can ask a question. Go ahead, choose. Me, which question? Well, we can't ask There's the two pilot. left. <laughs> <laughs> right, tell us a bit more about the Haven Night Shelter as well as Home From Home and how did you get involved with that? Oh, okay. Um, so Simon Orgel, who's a comedian, um, uh, he, he teamed up with ACGL, the African Cyber Gaming League, and um, uh, he's very community-driven. Uh, so he's got a lot of like projects he works in the community, and he kind of started the initiative to try and uh, raise money for home from home and um the haven night shelter because like it was an identified problem well there was an identified need They're like literally haven shelter is going to be like well is packed right now because homeless people can't be on the street <laughs> they've got to be in shelters uh uh with the lockdown so they're like over capacity going oh snap we've got to fix this so um yeah so that's how i got involved simon asked me to 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 help out and i was like yeah that's a good idea like we're, I think we're all just trying to help out where we can. It's like a, it's 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 a very scary time in history, and we're mm. lucky that we're still able to sit in a chair at a computer and make money, uh, without having mm. to leave the house. And that the things that run us like like internet is still considered an essential service. We're very lucky. There are a lot of mm. things that fall, have fallen into place for us. Um, so I think it's just about passing that on and going, okay, cool. Some people aren't lucky. They don't have homes. They don't have families. They don't have food coming in the next day. How can I turn, turn this little space of privilege into a place to like help a little bit, even though it's not like crazy amounts. It's like a couple of grand here and there from the audience, but like it goes a long way in a shelter, you know? So, and I think if the whole country is doing it, we're all standing and, and, and helping out. Like it's, it's worth. It's I've worth got it. uh... I've got a I've got a side question quickly a very quick fire answer a rapid answer. How did you handle? How did you receive the news of Rebel Tech? Very bad. Well, I was very sad. I know th mm. I know Rune and um, the team, and it's uh, a very unfortunate situation. And it's not good for South Africans because uh, we need competition anyway. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it's not good to see like one of the bigger players fall down. Um, yeah. Uh, and I think they did the right thing, though. Like, given their circumstances, though, I had mm. a chat with them, and uh, like they, yeah. Yeah, there's only so much you can do. And for companies like um, Evtech and those people, do you think they're going to still be able to stick around for a bit? Is this going to affect them similarly? No, uh, no. I, I think I think um, there was a very unique uh, situation at Rebel Tech. I don't know if mm -hmm. it's public, but it was just a very un a, a very unfortunate t like series of events that led to um, them closing. Like, yeah, they 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 should be open, but um, some stuff happened like uh, in, on the business side of things that they mm -hmm. couldn't have predicted. Uh, oh, that yeah, was really yeah. sad. But like uh, like Woodware and Reb uh, and EveTech, they should still be going. Remember, people are still buying hardware, and like yeah. now it's still considered like now at level four, you can buy pretty much anything from Rebel Tech and. Uh, uh, from EveTech and from um, Woodware and and everybody. Okay, so, yeah. So I, I don't think it's it's not indicative of the industry at any. People are mm. spending more money uh, on on gaming stuff because that's what they're doing at home. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then instead of doing ten, what are the top five experiences? If you were to create a highlight reel of your life, what are the top five experiences or achievements that would make the cut and why? 
Wow, that's a very hard, quick fire question. It, I was, would, it was 10, it's five now. Yeah, so, yeah, give me a break. <laughs> accepting, a break. accepting that game review was probably number one. I'm at the studio, um, meeting up with Casper, uh, also another one of those, just really like changed the course of my life. Um, I produced videos with The Rock and Zach Efron and Will Farrell and uh, like literally directing them like i never thought i would ever be able to do that one day steve corral all those guys um and then um the decision to to go up to the uk for a year although it was very traumatizing it was a very uh, growing time for me and i think i needed that um the decision to go full-time live streaming um and uh, i suppose giving up my faith would be one of those big big moments too yeah giving up your faith yeah i'll have to go more in depth in that one um i was very very strong orthodox uh born again christian until i was about 27 28. okay and uh what what okay this is from my side what um inspired you to actually start um i had some questions that people couldn't answer and i wasn't i wasn't even talking about like i i, I was a sunday school teacher i was a young adults teacher I um, was a soul group leader. I uh, had fundamental questions about doctrine, uh, like especially in Romans, about uh, the nature of God, God self-proclaiming him to, himself to be good. And, and, and what does goodness look like? Is it an objective understanding of goodness? Um, is God still good if he is omnipotent and all-knowing and still sends everybody to hell, even though it's their decision, but he is uh, predetermining people to, to, uh, to come into union with him. So he could literally like choose who goes to, who gets saved or not. So why, yeah. if he's, if, if he's voluntarily allowing trillions of people to burn in hell, is that a good person? If I change God's name to Bob, would we say Bob's cool? <laughs> like, like that, th those were questions I had. I actually went to, um, I asked my pastor, he couldn't answer questions, went to another church, went to, um, literally a Bible college. Um, and I sat with some of the professors and they were like, you just got to have faith. And I was just like, Ooh, that's a problem. <laughs> we're having faith in a self-proclaimed God that says that he's just, but we have a definition of just, and he's not fitting our definition of just. Unless yeah. justice doesn't look like the way we think it looks like, which is po entirely possible, but then maybe goodness doesn't look like that, <laughs> like either. Yeah. And then that's then that opens up a whole another can of worms. I think a lot of yeah. those things are like objective understandings. Like, and Ron, let's close that, that can of worms. Yes, yes. right there. We should have closed <laughs> it, before close we it right there. <laughs> before we go, before we go deeper into it. With all due respect, though, it is like literally. One of the three things you don't talk you don't talk about about that in general. Politics, yeah. <laughs> politics <and> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what countries would you like to visit, Grant? I would love to visit the East. I've been fortunate enough to visit the States quite a lot. I generally go every year. This year I won't be going, um, uh, probably. And then um, uh, I've been to the UK. I've been to. I've been to a lot of Europe. I haven't been to like Italy or, or... Oh, I don't want to go to Italy now, do I? No, uh, no, no, But I would love... <laughs> 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 um, I think I'll... I really want to go to Japan. 
and I really want to go to China and I really want to go to uh, like Thailand. And also like I, I haven't experienced like Africa. I think we, we like, after coming back from the UK, I was like, we literally have a passport that can take us throughout the whole continent and we don't think about yeah. going. Yeah. And there's like Zanzibar. Yeah, yeah, and we all think that that little, our little slice of African existence is Africa, but there's literally Tanzania, there's like Botswana, there's like, it's like, we, we, there's a missed opportunity of like adventure, you know? You are missing, if you haven't seen Botswana, dude, you're missing out. I've heard, I've heard incredible things about Botswana, and I was like, yo, like, all I know is like, really? Yeah, dude, you have no idea, dude, that country is unbelievable freaking believable yeah you know I, it's I, I must make a plan and uh, um uh mozambique i haven't been to mozam i hear like oh, incredible yeah. things about mozam mozam is nice yeah if, and like, if i think you go I to think... the touristy places but if you go to like the cities yeah, and yeah. stuff it's not that great but again like mm-hmm. you go to the touristy places in mozam it's it's, a, it's an experience it's a unique experience mm-hmm. but if you go to the touristy places in like europe it's like mcdonald's with different logos like it's literally <laughs> I don't know. What, what, like, I don't know what the appeal is in traveling in a in a in a in a first world country as a tourist anymore because we have like a relatively first world experience. It's also my experience of going there for work all the time has kind of like killed yeah. it. Um, yeah. But it's not. It's a it's a place to live. It's not a place to like visit. Whereas I think there's adventure here. There's like, oh wow, we can. I can meet like. I can have stories going through Africa or going through Thailand that will change change my outlook on life, versus mm-hmm. like. I don't know. It was nice to try a vegan burger at uh, at uh, Cologne McDonald's. It's nice. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. I have to admit, you guys need to come to 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 Scotland for one reason. The people yeah. here, they 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 do not know about the South African War or the Boer War. You guys actually, know actually, 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 um, yeah, Scotland partook in the Boer War. Yes, I know. That's what's so yeah. funny about it. They don't fucking know about it, bro. Didn't they lose? Yeah. That's why they don't know about Glasgow. it. There are, there are fucking statues everywhere about the soldiers that lost their lives during the South African War. They call it, they call it here the South African War. That makes sense. It's called the Boer War, but they call it the South African War, okay? And what's really funny is you speak to a Scots about it, they're like, what's that? <laughs> I've never heard of that before. It's it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> they funded it. They actually fought alongside the Boers during the Boer War. It's like, guys, come on! You fought with the Boers. How did you not know this? <laughs> I know. I know one of the one of the stories, and I actually saw this in the Free Museum in uh, in England in London. Yeah. Where they showed like a, a sort of a cannon that the British invented. Yeah. And what happened was one of the people from South Africa went to Britain, got seven of those cannons, came back to South Africa and shot the living shit out of the British with those cannons. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of what they did to the rest of the world. So like, let's yeah. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll give sense. it to you. We'll give it. They should give it to us. <laughs> just, yeah. just, just so you know, my family was part of the whole uh, Scottish rebellion against the uh, British in South Africa. Oh. So- <laughs> makes me feel fucking great living in Scotland at the moment. Yeah, we've almost got to we almost got to wrap this up, eh? Indeed. Uh, 
what are like, what are your thoughts on the three big players, PewDiePie, Jacksepticeye, and Markiplier? And is there anything you can learn from that. them? Um, thoughts for you. Yeah, what do you think, Zeph? <laughs> um, PewDiePie paved the way. He's got a unique way of approaching things. He's got his set ways. If you try and, like they say, uh, copying is the biggest, uh, imitation is the biggest form of flattery. But yeah. the funny thing is, I was, when I started streaming, and I got accused of this quite a lot, even though I never did it. They were like, oh, he's trying to be PewDiePie. I'm like, nothing in my streams that I do is like PewDiePie. I'm my own <laughs> unique individual. But they, I got um, flagged like that. But for me personally, I don't know. Um, PewDiePie's, he's got, his, he's got his market. I mean, what can we learn from him? Learn to, learn to make a fool of yourself. I think from all three of them, we can learn that one thing yeah make a fool of yourself and be comfortable in mm, making a fool you of are. yourself yeah um i mean that one thing that markiplier did with the cats it was just a funny thing yeah please tell me you saw that no I, I didn't. Um, basically it's a bunch of cats walking around and then all of a sudden you just see markiplier's mouth photoshopped oh, into them go meow 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 meow, meow. Yeah. and it was freaking i'm sitting there going that's yeah. genius yeah. That's genius, yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, but guys, I, here, here's the thing: the, with the same question being asked to you, um, I'm pretty sure quite a few people would actually consider you like the ninja, the ninja of South Africa, because oh, you do the, the Fortnite <laughs> and all that stuff. So, so adding on to that question, how do you feel compared with Ninja? um yeah people think i'm ninja because i dye my hair that's like the it's the same it's like they look at zaffa and they go like oh he's like pewdiepie because he's just having fun playing video games and that's the only like bridge <laughs> they can build in their heads those are the two those are the two like touchstones that they've got like psychologically and the same yeah. thing with that oh, who's this guy here with the hair with pink hair bro and look i've had pink hair for years and then ninja had pink hair for like a month and people came into my stream and they were like yeah so uh yeah you're trying to copy and i was like no sin then yeah i think to you learn a lot from uh, all these people have like found a way to communicate i've been fortunate enough to meet markiplier and jacksepticeye i haven't met pewdiepie um but i've, I've met the two of them and they like are really great guys but they also treat this a lot like zaffa does like this is a business this is like a this is a platform they sit down and they work out what works what doesn't work they 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 pitch up every single day like it's a like it's a job it's not like these guys are just like messing around you know and i yeah. think a lot of people look at us and they go like oh these guys are just messing around they, they don't have like real jobs or whatever but it's literally we're entertainers the entertainment industry is as old as there was like jesters in like king's like palaces and we're we're these people now this is a new medium and like and we need to work out where we fit into that whether you're a comedian whether you're a professional performer like a sports player whether you are a uh like a, a, a motivational speaker it's all the entertainment industry right and we serve a, an, an audience and they and they and they will reverse engineer what they're doing you know and it's you know it's really important that like um 
we also do the same thing. We, we, we learn from that and, and, and we treat it as work. A lot of kids want to do this because they think it's cool. You see, look, he's, he's learned already. He's learned already. <laughs> his channeling is in a ground. Zappa, you are such a dick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that is so much time to do it. <laughs> it's not Zappa anymore. Now it's um, Jan Africa. It's Pink Grant. It's Saro Hines. Saro Hines, eh? Saro Hines! Yes. <laughs> Try and say that a couple of times fast. <laughs> Sorry, um, I had to do it because someone's like, hey, we need you with Grant's hair. I'm like, fucking hell. I did it yeah. earlier, but I'll yeah. do it again. <laughs> Gotta do it for the people. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, you just got to, and instead of judging people, like you, one of my biggest takeaways for, for new content actually is reality TV and, uh, people hate reality TV. That's so quick, easy to judge, but there are geniuses at creating narratives out of things that aren't necessarily happening. And it's mm. kind of what we do all the time when we are playing a video game and a story. We tell us, like, people watch us over a period of time and they get, like, we're, we're telling a story about our lives and about the games that we're playing. If you're doing a Let's Play, that, like, Jack Septica is really good at this. He will, and Markiplier, actually, they'll take a narrative of the game that they're playing and then make a quick story that's 10, 15 minutes long from, like, a three-hour recording. The people that do that really well are reality TV show producers. So... When, when, when reality TV started with like Big Brother, I remember people picketed in the streets mm. against Big Brother and Survivor. And it was crazy. Mm. I remember hearing about Survivor and thinking they're really careful like on TV. To like, yeah. Do you remember? I was like, oh, yeah. weren't they doing that? Until you watch yeah. it and you're kind of like a little bit disappointed <laughs> that, mm. it was, yeah. that it wasn't that. Yeah. But, but like... No, I know. The, yeah. Yeah, sorry. There was a show actually that made a joke about reality TV called Joe Schmo. So oh, yeah. what happened was they got a guy on a Bachelor-like show. Everybody in the show was actors except this one guy. So they tried to like push him to his limits and everything. And they, one of the actors was actually a South African woman. Oh, really? And, um, yeah, and they were talking around uh, around him and it like... Uh, seven or eight episodes in someone accidentally let slip something but oh. he didn't pick up on that and um they wanted to go for 20 episodes by about episode 12 or 13 the actors playing this prank on this joe schmo guy yeah. really got like oh shit we can't do this anymore yeah. so they had to cancel the show prematurely and tell him that he was actually part of this big grand scheme of things and he he actually handled it quite well you know he's like oh, okay cool that's cool when do i get my money <laughs> exactly. that's why i came to this casting call because <laughs> yeah. i want money i want to get yeah. paid yeah yeah anyway i really admire I, I try to watch as much reality tv as i can purely because like i think there's a lot to be learned there's a lot of it's it's like what we do there's a lot of stuff happening behind the scenes that we don't see that is mm -hmm. genius and then I, I literally can sit with a notebook. I was watching like America's Next Top Model, like how they edit that show for, for, for uh, viewer retention is just like, we should be copying that stuff for YouTube. Why is no one editing like this? And mm. it's like, these guys are like the best in the world, but we, we, we're too good. We're too good to, to look at that because we're so, we're so judgmental of other kinds of content. It's all the Kim Kardashians or whatever. We should be sitting down and reverse engineering what... There's a reason that the Kardashians are so well viewed. 
Like there's a reason that it got so much attention. You might not like it or you might not like uh, understand it off the bat, but when you sit down and, and uh, get scientific about entertainment, you'll learn a lot about like what, what keeps mm. people watching your stuff. And those are tricks that we need to learn for new media because the biggest, like the biggest cash cow is viewer retention. And it's like, mm. how can we keep that viewer retention on our live streams? Like when we go through our analytics, like what's our drop off rate? How do we keep people watching for six hours? Like, like, and we've got to borrow from the, the best people in the world. And sometimes yeah, those yeah. people are like, are like PewDiePie or Markiplier or the Kardashians or whatever, but there's literally like a science to what's happening there. There's a reason they're, they're good at what they're doing. There's a reason those shows are like, I was watching, there's a show called on Netflix now. It's called, um, too hot to handle like utter genius like i was sitting there going this show is utter. it's literally about a household full of like the, the cost the casting producer must have got like the horniest people in the world it's like young <laughs> young hot horny people and they can't do anything and the best part of it is that there's a there's a pool of money and if they like sleep with each other or if they kiss each other or hold hands or whatever then that pool of money starts to decrease so mm. you get like it's such a genius it's idea you're like why did i think yeah. of that and it's yeah. and it's literally like one guy's like he, this one guy he's like shame i like he's he's my man he's just like he's like the accountant nearly because he's going like you guys better not have fucking done anything last night and they put all these like road like 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 speed bumps in the way it's like you two are going to be spending the night together alone in this room and the guy's like you better you better like not do anything because i'm gonna fucking like <laughs> that's my money that you that you like you know? and and, and the person who does that really well on new media is joe sug so i've been building his streams and he's a friend of mine he's on eight million subscribers now i wonder how many he's on now um and um he's he's got he's got a, he's got a gaming ch his gaming channel is on 1.7 million subs and his stuff is genius he's going he's doing a corona series in the sims like mm -hmm. a lockdown series just just yeah. the idea what a great like simple you can just mm. write it down on a piece of paper um and, and it's he he competed in uh strictly come dancing with his girlfriend in the uk and like mm. so they do a lot of like like building a dream house together because he knows that the, her audience will pull through to this and he knows like he, he takes these today he's doing um he's building uh the millennium falcon in lego on his live stream because it's may the fourth like yeah. just conceptual ideas that are like he's looking at it from an entertainment perspective like, not yeah 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 like the one streamer uh, i watch banelish when this came out he's like okay cool we're gonna start something called CoronaCon 2020 and what he does is he literally looks at cheap indie games that his viewers can play and he like streams them for like two or three hours or for for entire streams and if there's bugs, he'll contact the developers like, listen, there's a couple of bugs here. I'm going to not stream your game for a couple of days. Please try and fix it. I'm going to switch over to another indie game that's cheap to get and that my viewers can enjoy. And he usually spends like his first 45 minutes or so, he'll just sit in just chatting. And when he finishes his streams, he's just chatting again, you know, and and he's people like, and like selling the game to the audience and the game developers are hyped as well. I'm sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's, that's his thing. He, he, he's trying to create positivity in Corona in these times by yeah. doing Corona con. He's made it a convention basically. <laughs> so smart. It's so smart. Yeah. 
like like, like those, those conceptual things like like really get me going and those like if you if you're in on it like if you go like like if you take too hard to handle like um uh joe exotic this tiger king thing like how do you incorporate that into your stream that's that's interesting and, and relevant and will get people to come through and watch. And how did they film that show? And is there something you can borrow from the way that they produce that? Like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it is, there's a lot, there's a lot to, to I always believe you can, and, and there will always be people better than you. They're always like, mm. I always believe that I'm bottom of the rung and there's like hundreds of thousands of people that are better. And I can like, literally there's like a tree. If I'm willing to look up and look at what other people are doing, there's a literally like, I can I can take all of this fruit from everybody that's making cool stuff and make it make it my own. Yeah. Why am I gonna get Tiger King to my stream now? <laughs> I'm I'm thinking the same thing. Like I could I could potentially do the handlebars part of it. <laughs> what about what about what about like that plush a plush tiger? Face rig. Use face oh, rig to create a tiger that An talks. Actual tiger. As the experience King. as yeah. like one of the show tigers, like that motherfucker. <laughs> and, and the show the and the tiger Baskin. knows that like the knows that Carol Baskin's innocent or something. Yeah. He's like, shut, yeah. up. shut the fuck up! Don't yeah. tell me. Like I'm, I'm gonna get out of prison. <laughs> or you're like you're streaming yeah. from prison. Yeah. Um, I've got uh, unfortunately, yeah. Go so, ahead. So, unfortunately, what? I kind of need to go soon. Yes. Yeah, no, we're, we're, we're ending off. Um, so, we got a question for ourselves. Enough. Go ask the question. <laughs> I think Tunes can ask. Tunes can ask, ask it, though. So, no, you can ask it. Ask ask. Ask. All right. It's, it's from Awali. He asked, and it's your podcast too, Tunes. That's why I said you can answer yeah. it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, do you think that you've learned anything from sitting with Dapper and Grant and some of the guests that we've had? Since? Oh. oh, yeah, for from, sure. From the essay? Sorry? For sure. It's We learn something every week. You got different people doing different things in the geek yeah. sphere, um, and you know it's all about passion and and you know pushing through. Um, but doing things that you just love just makes it easier because like work is work is hard, work is work. But if you manage to grab onto something that you really enjoy doing, it it makes that work a bit easier. So I just like seeing people. Um, do the work that they enjoy doing, you know, and not feel like stuck in any way or, or feel like they're going backwards in life. So that's why it's really interesting to talk to these people who excel at doing what they're doing because it's it's fun, it's cool. Yeah. Well, as a I scientist, suppose, yes, I suppose it's the same thing from from cares on my side. You guys are like two of our idols that I look up to. So yeah, to be honest, especially to have guys on the the podcast is like a it's a really cool thing i and think together yeah as well it's, it's having grant absolutely. and zephyr live on the, the, on the it was unprecedented this is a... oh look at that <laughs> look at that okay uh, guys, coming, I'm, I'm coming blood guys <laughs> 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 I 
See, we can never have moments like that unless we do a weird podcasts like this and have people talk about their day and weird yeah. stories. <laughs> Look, I, we've learned a lot from you guys. Uh, I, I just want to say it's not just granted Zephyr, but, but every, everyone has every one of the guys hmm. that we've actually had on street, each one has taught us something different. Hmm. For example, um, I don't speak as much during streams. Well, no, you do, but it's not I and me. And it's not. I it's not. It's not it's the essay geeks anymore. It's now about our guests more than anything else. So, you know, you learn. You learn as you go along about what you know. Each each stream it gives you the ideas of what you should and should not do during streams. So, you know, it helps to grow and helps to make you a better streamer. And we a better also, interviewer as well. We also always go most of the time. Zephyr knows if there's something I'm unsure of, I go to him for it. So yes, I always, always go to Zephyr for advice. <laughs> Grant, we go to you for for like gaming advice because you I don't. Know I also don't want to bug you too much. Yeah, but you're so you're damn really busy. Good. You gaming never know advice. when to actually ask you. If I can voice note, that's what I. Then that's quick, quick. I like doing that. But like, it's just for my side, it's a real honor to be here with you guys. You guys are also OGs, you know, in many ways. And um, yeah, and Zaffer as well, like, no, and Zaffer as well, like, you know, when I, Zaffer, when I entered Twitch, like Zaffer opened his, opened, hit me up. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, what? welcome me with open arms uh you know like coming okay. from youtube into the new space and like uh i've learned a lot from him as well his streams are like incredibly entertaining and uh, he knows what he's doing like and he's you know he's uh paved the way for many people as well you know so yeah. it's it's a real privilege to, to be with him wow i'm blushing on my balls right now well um, you know <laughs> i'm not coming blood though but i'm blushing um you know what you know what i've learned a couple of things um from you especially tonight grant um like looking at shows i never looked at shows that way I watched the show and I'm like, okay, cool, continue. Mm -hmm. How, mm -hmm. I never thought about incorporating some of those aspects into my stream or trying figuring out how it works. Um, from the SA Geeks, sorry, uh, Tunes, I don't know you long enough to say nice things about you, but you, you look like an awesome guy. Yeah. I'm a solid dude. <laughs> give, it, give it a few more months and I'll say something nice yeah. about you. Yeah. But the one thing that I learned from the SA Geeks and... This coming from, again, my sordid history with the esports community in South Africa is it wasn't as bleak as I thought it was. And it was like literally just give everybody a chance. And that is what they taught me. I mean, my first ever rage experience was the worst thing ever. And I Dude, never so wanted sorry. to go to Sorry? I'm so sorry. Yeah. And I never wanted to do anything like that again. And then they were like... Hey, uh, Comic Con is uh, coming up. Uh, maybe you want to join. Was it Comic Con the first one? Yeah, the first one was well, Comic Con that yeah. I slept over you with with. Uh, over a, no, it was gaming forum. No, it was Comic Con yeah. gaming forum. Yeah, you stayed at us for Comic Con. Yeah, you stayed at our yeah. place for Comic Con. And they showed me like a whole different side of the industry that I mm. didn't think exist. You know, and you also eventually fell into that in that random one Saturday that we met at what's that geek shops place, the thing called 
Um, it was right around the time when they did the FPB regulations and we were all freaking out. Oh, snap. Um, it was the next, Nexus Hub. Nexus Hub. Nexus Hub. Nexus Hub. Yeah. yeah. And we quickly chatted and I'm like, you know what? The South African gaming scene ain't that bad. It was just a preconceived yeah. notion that I had and they helped destroy that. There are bad apples. And you know, you know where all the bad apples stem from? People that want to own it. Like somehow this, this thing is theirs. You know who, who owns video games? Every single person. Yeah. Every single person who plays a fucking video game owns video games. Like, yeah. like I have no monopoly over your experience playing Final Fantasy when you were like 10 years old and like you had like, yeah. I have no it's, it's fucking wild that people think that they own the industry. Like, mm, mm. And, and like, and no one does. Like we just all here having a good time. And that's why we, if more people, if we want South Africa to be the hub of like lots of really exciting gamings, we just got to keep the doors open for everybody. It's like, hey, and yeah. the more yeah. people that succeed, the better it is for everybody. Cause everyone's going to pull each other up. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Like, hopefully, there, are yeah. Be, there will be a few dicks that think that they own the whole thing and that everybody owes mm. them a favor. Mm. That's going to happen 100%. Mm. But, mm. but like the, you take that risk as, as long as I'm, my conscience is clear, helping people as best I can. That's all yeah, that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Chins, do you reckon the last question is relevant or should we just like move on to outros? Oh, wrap it up. Let's yeah. wrap it up. Zephyr needs to go. All right, cool. Okay, so we're going to wrap it up, guys. Um, it's been freaking epic, Grant. Thank you, thank you, um, thank you. Where do we find you? We're going we're gonna to plug your, your channel, plug it for us. Where do we find you? Just my name on YouTube, on Twitch and YouTube. Okay, Kez is going to pop out of the chats because, well, <laughs> yeah. no, if, if any of our viewers are watching, it's Grant Hines, H-I-N-D-S, on all the, the social media, you'll find him there. Um, that's the best way to find him. He's everywhere. Trust me, everywhere. Is that and on TikTok. Except, no, no, no he is. TikTok. I said even TikTok. I want you on TikTok so bad. I'm going to see the best TikToks coming from you. No, baby. No, baby. Later. Oh, God. That, okay, wait. Let me make a note. TikTok. Not talk tick. Hi. Not talk tick. Hi. My name is Zephyr Geek. Zephyr underscore geek. Almost everywhere. Um, the underscore was there because Twitch didn't like the middle three letters of my name. Everywhere uh, else, uh, it's without the underscore. Um, I'm a variety streamer from, well, obviously from South Africa. And uh, after this, we are gonna hit up Raft in Afrikaans with my author friend and his fiance. And uh, yeah, thank you again for having me, uh, SA Geeks, Mr. Tunes, and uh, Grant Hines. Amazing to have you here. Looking forward to, we should, we should, we should do something together at some point. We must. Right. Like what like you, you force, like something you, you you force like an eggplant down my throat or something you know. When this lockdown is over, I'm gonna come to Bloom and we're gonna we're gonna do like a tour of all the vegan food. We'll vlog it. Of all the of, all the, of, of the six best you vegan have, places in, 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 in my hometown. You have a vegan there's, there's, ten, but there's 10, but there's only six that's good. Yeah, I know. I can imagine the, the other four, like some Tani who's like, and you're like, oh. Geez. Hey, but chicken is also. Uh, I'm a vegetarian, Tani. <laughs> have some chicken. <laughs> it's vegetable, eh? Yeah. I'm vegetarian, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it was a privilege. Guys, honestly, honestly, guys, this is an absolute privilege, and I'm like really yeah. honored to be here with you guys. It really does. Really fun to have you guys on. Thank you for 
tolerating my posters. That's all I can say. <laughs> So I face people, and I'm sorry, but thank no, you. No, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. I need. I need that. I need that. Okay, let's. Uh, you go do your stream, man. Yeah, it makes the yeah, SA I geeks, do it. The SA geeks. We wouldn't be that if it wasn't for Kez being <laughs> her usual self. To be honest. But anyway, we got we got to carry on here. Tunes. Where do we find you, bro? Oh, you can find me at Geekoscopy all over the internets. At some point, I'll be releasing videos and things. But right now, we're just I'll doing the podcast. Yeah. Hey, I love when you say that, dude. Because it's like <laughs> you'll find me all over the internet at some point. <laughs> at some point, yeah. yeah. As soon as I stop writing science papers and start making videos, that's when you'll start finding me. <laughs> but right now, the fishies need me. But yeah, at Geekoscopy, at all the interesting and useful social medias, not on Dig or MSN or Yahoo. Or any place like that, but you'll find me in other more useful places at Geekoscopy. <laughs> yeah, right. And as you guys know, we are the SA Geeks. Kez is obviously busy sorting out the stream at the moment, so she's going to be moving over to a new spot. She's also going to be posting, or not posting, she's also going to be sending all of you lovely viewers over to Lydian Machine at the Otter Den. You'll be watching them now, they rock. Just enjoy their stream. But until then, guys, you can follow us here on on Twitch. We're all over the place. YouTube, TikTok, we are there. So you can follow us there. We might do something with Grant at some point as well. We don't know yet. Depends on him. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for following us. Um, it's been real. Thanks for joining us, guys. We do appreciate yeah, it. You both Grant know that. And uh, Zavra. Thank you, guys. And, yeah, thank you, guys. And as always... Remember, get me geeky!